I'm almost completely erased the programming in my head that said sneeze into your hands and it's turned into sneeze into your elbow. What the f is going on down there? It's Toy Fair 2017 weekend, and we're recording on the Saturday of all the reveals. I'm joined by Seth. Hello. Seth, we're at the at that nice big lump that happens in the year where we have tons of stuff to talk about. Yes, we do. So, uh, I've, and I've man, us. was I trying to keep up on the stuff as it was happening. Yeah. Uh, there it's like I had to run to do taxes this morning. Then we had visitors in the house, and like I'm trying to not ignore the visitors, but I'm trying to see what's going on at Toy Fair. <laughs> like I'm not trying to be rude, but there's important toy news. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna be focusing on the Transformers stuff for now. But um, if we don't get to it this week, like definitely next week, once we're on the tail end of Toy Fair, I, I'm gonna want to set aside a little time, as I usually do, to ask like you know what non-Transformer stuff caught your eye, but. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump right in. Um, if you look at our topic list, you're gonna notice that I included the Toy Fair Hasbro panel mostly for reference because hey, photos, and that's because the Hasbro panel information almost entirely is redundant in the face of all these photos. There's just some tidbits in there, but I feel like going through the panel separately is just gonna be us repeating ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to put the link in there so we have it for reference. So you guys have it for reference if you haven't gone looking for all this stuff yourself. But we're going to start off with Trypticon, which me and TJ and Aaron did a, a totally intentional sealed envelope discussion speculating on just the robot mode, you know, in preparation for Toy Fair. Not because it took me four days to get the podcast edited. And uh, now we know everything about Trypticon. We, we got the IGN reveal of all the CAD photos, prototype pictures, design uh, sketches. Uh, he's out on the show floor. Uh, Unicron.com had a Facebook video up where John Warden walked them through a whole bunch of stuff on him. So let's uh, let's get knee deep in Trypticon. And Seth, you actually haven't talked about him at all yet. So how no. is this Trypticon striking you? I really love the Tyrannosaurus Rex mode. Mm-hmm. Um. The base base modes aren't really a thing for me at all, mm-hmm. and his kind of spaceship ish mode is passable as a mode, I guess. I'm, I'm <laughs> like I really don't care about his other modes, but I think the the T Rex is awesome looking. <laughs> I'm really happy they did a spaceship mode, especially if you listen to the last episode where I couldn't remember that he had a vehicle mode in G1. <laughs> uh, and it was like just a giant tank-ish thing. I think that pulling in his spaceship mode from uh, from the video game fiction is a much better idea. And it looks more like a spaceship than a tank thing to me. Um, that's not just because they added two tiny little wings on the back, <laughs> but just the curvature of it looks more like a, a giant shuttle. And, the, and there's stuff about that spaceship mode that excites me. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the base mode is kind of a, it, like it's it looks right. I've never been a fan of his base mode, but it certainly looks like it's supposed to. Yeah. Um, apparently it's three feet across. Yikes. Uh, so it's it's uh, I think they said that it is probably the biggest Decepticon ever made and possibly the biggest base mode ever made. Uh, mm-hmm. If you take that dimension into account. Um, yeah, uh, this guy does a whole bunch of stuff like his T-Rex mode. I agree. It's it's, it's I, I love I mentioned this before. I love that they kept the little purple forks on the insides of his feet from his walking gimmick. Yeah. 
Um, it's just, you know, that's, that's a fun little touch. And, and seeing the, uh, the prototype shots, uh, I am very happy to see that you can get his hips to go outwards just enough to look natural and make a little bit use of that ankle tilt, uh, but without going crazy. Um, the gimmicks on his T-Rex mode that they brought up, if you stick a Titan Master into a little socket in the back of his head, that makes the gun pop up out of his nose. And then uh, if you open his mouth, he has an esophagus, so you can throw Titan Masters in his mouth and he eats them and they go into his stomach. Um, the thing they then mentioned, because, you know, you pull open the panel on his stomach to get them back out. Uh, John Warden mentioned they put sculpting inside the stomach, so if you open the chest panel normally, it's actually like a little battle station inside of him. That's like, so it looks like it's supposed to be manned by Decepticons. So I like the idea that there is a battle station in him, but he's such an idiot. He starts eating Autobots and they just start landing on the Decepticons inside the battle station. <laughs> like the whole thing about Trypticon, which this toy has reminded me of, is I love the idea that like he's a, he's a battle station. He's a spacecraft. He's a wrecking machine. But he's so stupid that he constantly does stuff that kind of goes against what he's supposed to be doing. So like in battle, it's like, hey, we need you to... To be our, our walking command platform. And he's like, no, I want to go kick a volcano and eat things. <laughs> and they're like, the, the mouth entry is supposed to be for aircraft. You're, you're dumping Autobots on our head. There's fights breaking out inside your stomach. Or like his spacecraft mode. I, I've always loved the idea from the video games that Trypticon like, actively hates having to turn into a spaceship. So, like, giving him a spaceship mode puts that narrative back into my head where it's like he's cruising through the cosmos and then he, like, sees a moon. He's like, ah, I think there's Autobots over there and just turns into a T-Rex and, you know, accidentally crushes everyone inside of him. Uh, so the, the gimmickry on this guy is, is, is pretty cool, especially because there's no electronics, uh, which is confirmed. Um, he's also 150 bucks. He's 20 inches tall in T-Rex mode. Uh, Seth, it sounds like you're you're digging this T-Rex mode. Is it? Is there anything about it that you kind of wish it also did, or is it really filling in a lot of your your check marks? Um, yeah, it looks so much like the original toy, but improved. Mm -hmm. Like just the sheer amount of sculpted detail on it is impressive. To where, like the head specifically, like starts looking like some of the better artwork we've seen of Trypticon where they, they really go crazy with panel lines and vents and slots and stuff. Yeah. And it, um, I think that, huh. I think seeing him in physical plastic also does the thing I hoped, which is like, cause some people, when they saw the CAD model complained, he looked a little bit too over detailed and I was pretty sure this would happen, but seeing him in plastic, I think that, you know, being in real life makes some of the details soften just enough. Mm -hmm. So it's not too crazy. Yeah. So yeah, the the T Rex mode just is very impressive. I really mm. dig it. Um, <clears throat> I think just visually for me, Trypticon is more successful than the previous big giant base farmers that they've done recently. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, I think he he takes a like like I was hoping. I think he takes a lot of lessons learned from Metroplex and Fort Max. And I mean, Fort Max was always going to have a bit of a ceiling on how good he was since he was, like, using a lot of Metroplex's skeleton. But Trypticon seems to be, like, focusing so much more on, like, active, fun gimmicks, a really good, like, iconic robot mode, uh, necessary posability to look alive and not, like, super stock still. And, uh, 
Like I'm I'm just I'm loving the fact that like it was confirmed in an interview that early on they had a decision to make. Do we put electronics in him or do we give him full tilt like his little purple car? And so they decided to do the purple car instead of electronics. And I'm like, that is an excellent decision you made. Yeah. Because the electronics in in Metroplex were kind of neat. The electronics in Fort Max, if you don't have the Japanese one, they're funny once and then they get really like forgettable. And you want to pull the batteries out of Cerebro so you don't get acid leakage from a lack of use. So this this is the decision uh, to make, in my opinion. Um, also, Full Tilt is freaking cool. Like, he's a deluxe. Just a straight-up deluxe with a headmaster. Yeah. Uh, that's, like, bang for your buck, in my opinion. <clears throat> yeah, it's, like, kind of fun that he wears a car as a necktie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, the color scheme's great. I mean, it just, it so much looks like a better version of the original toy. It's, or, or that case of, it looks like what you remember. Yeah. From when you were a kid. But yeah, I, I'm all down for not including electronics in something like this. Yeah, like they, they've got to be really, like Metroplex comes close because of the whole like posable eyeball thing. And then it falls apart when you can't just turn the light on. Like, it just always flickers. Mm. Um, the thing about Trypticon is, it's like, even ignoring the base mode, which is a lot to ignore, I admit, the stuff that the spaceship mode does, I think, is, like, so cool on its own. I'm, I'm like, into that more than anything the base mode does, because it's two things. Um, you see how, like, the tails, the front section of the spaceship mode? Yeah. So that clear canopy actually opens, and and according to what people are saying, full tilt can sit in there using it like a cockpit. And like, I think that's awesome. Yeah, like, that's really cool. Like that's and also like I think there's also like micro cockpits in there for Titan Masters instead. But like <laughs> the idea of full tilt operating the ship, I really like. Also, underneath the front of that front section, there's like a, a deployable ramp, so a deluxe car like full tilt can just drive up into the spaceship cockpit section and sit in there. And just little things like that, like making use of the hollow space and, the, and, and giving the spaceship a sense of life and identity, I think is super cool. Um, like there, there's stuff in the base mode that's neat, like, you know, it can it can hook on to six shot or other other bases from Titan's Return with that ramp system if you want. But like having active stuff in the spaceship mode makes me a, a hundred times more excited. <clears throat> yeah, the the ship mode is almost there. Mm. like there's it's just a little too square and blocky but you could see where there is the the beginnings of a really cool chip mode maybe if the wings were a little more believable and not just these tiny <laughs> little flaps yeah um, also i think trypticon's head is just sticking out the back of the ship mode yeah which yeah I, you could see it i just... think it's kind of funny like i don't really <laughs> mind <laughs> well it's like his fire laser breath that weapon is the thruster yeah yeah, it totally makes sense but the idea of a vehicle big enough for a deluxe to pilot is kind of crazy yeah it's like uh i don't know it's something about it that is sort of a callback to like the fort max thing where it's like his headmaster is the headmaster for the city and in this case it's like the deluxe who had like like full tilt also has a cockpit in his car mode for a titan master to drive him and so it's like, you know, the deluxe who is driven by a little guy can then drive the city when it's a spaceship. And I kind of I kind of <laughs> like that. Uh, That's a great sentence. Yeah. Oh, can drive, I drive the city I drive, when the city is a spaceship. 
<laughs> it's like Macross, okay? It's exactly like Macross. Sorry, Robotech. Uh, also, I kind of like the name they gave to Full Tilt's Headmaster. It's just Necro. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but that sounds cool. That's always a fun word. Um, and Necro, uh, who in the, in the sketches looks like he was originally going to be called Wipeout, he looks a whole hell of a lot like Tailgate in his little robot mode in the sketches. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm kind of buying into the... There was a, a um, suggestion that a bunch of people had on Twitter, which I thought was awesome. And now I can't remember who specific... I, I think Chris Lassara brought it up. I can't remember who specifically brought it up now. But, like, the idea of redoing him just as Tailgate and then making him a headmaster for a Cyclonus uh, to call back to the More Than Meets the Eye comic books. Uh, I'm, I'm into that. If you can design a Cyclonus faceplate that will actually, like, deploy his little horns and his cone head, then I'm, uh, I'm all there. Um... So we're going to probably find out more about Trypticon as the weekend goes on and more people hopefully ask John Warden and other people tons of questions. But uh, yeah, I, I think this thing looks looks badass. Uh, I think including a, a full deluxe, even though it's like a deluxe is just going to basically be cast entirely in purple plastic. Uh, that That is putting the value proposition way high for me, especially since that deluxe, you know, turns into his necktie and can drive him. Uh Lots about this I like. I'm really looking forward to this. Whereas with Fort Max, I was kind of just going like, I think that'll be cool. Maybe I'll pick him up and waited for a sale. Like Trypticon, I should wait for a sale, but I'm I'm more hyped for him and more susceptible to just pick him up when he comes out. I think because he, he just does more for me in a lot of ways. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, oh, one other thing. John Warden said you can connect Trypticon City Mode to Fort Max's City Mode if you choose, and apparently in house they're calling that Cybertron City. And uh, they then implied that that's for people who have entire rooms to, de- to dedicate to their collections. And I'm like, John Warden, you need to see more people who have rooms dedicated to collections. They still don't have room to have two city bots connected side by side. Yeah, no, because it's jam-packed with their collection. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, f- that might be something you do once and they go, yep, did that, and then take them apart. Yeah. Because somebody is mad that they can't walk across the living room floor anymore. Also, what kind of cruel person would leave Trypticon in city mode forever? Like, that's that's rude. No, Trypticon's need, he needs to get out there and stomp on stuff and wreck, wreck, wreck other cities. That's right. And then, like, get coaxed into turning into a spaceship every now and then. <laughs> um, so let's move on from Trypticon. Clearly, we're. it seems like we are both digging him a whole lot. Um, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to some more photos from the show floor. Um, as for other Titans Return stuff, uh, there were some more reveals, uh, mostly in the form of two big box sets and Overlord. So, uh, oh, and they're also, uh, Blitzwing and Octane. The thing is, Blitzwing and Octane, who apparently is now on his third name, uh, he's called Octone, um, those were very predictable reveals to me. Because of the the Optimus and Megatron who came out, who who were clearly Octane and Blitzwing, so yeah. like there, there's remolding on them, and that's good. The colors look fine. The head the headmaster face sculpts look look good. There's there's nothing about them that's actively making me go like, oh man, I'm surprised. Uh, I think I think you know Blitzwing's tank mode has a kind of a funky looking front, but I, I believe that's the symptom just of you know the Megatron one had that too. Uh, Octane's jet mode, I, I appreciate. There's a new front to the jet that looks more like his original you know, like, uh, jumbo jet alt mode, but like, I, I kind of don't feel much when I look at them. Cause I, there's so much what I was expecting. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think they suck. It's just, I don't have anything to say really. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Seth, how you feel about them or 
Well, I didn't, I didn't get that uh, Megatron because I was waiting for it to be Bloodswing. Mm. So uh, I'm more likely to pick up Bloodswing. Uh, the Octane, uh, I don't know. Just the original toy didn't do much for me either. Yeah. So uh, I'm just gonna have to wait and see how it goes. But I, I think their Blitzwing looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling it a lot more as Blitzwing than I did Megatron. Because every time I looked at it as Megatron, I just kept <laughs> thinking, "Well, that's just that's Blitzwing." I like how much someone he's, painted uh... Blitzwing silver. I like how much his colors change from mostly beige to mostly purple between his two vehicle modes. Like, that's cool yeah. that they pulled off the old trick. It's uh, it's a bummer to see those metallic stickers on the wings, because I know those are probably going to be factory yeah. applied, and that's going to be a mess, because um, they're across three panels. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with these two. Um, I think Octone is is a funny name. I think it's funny that he's on his third name. I almost wonder because, like in the comic, current comic books, they kind of poke fun at the fact that he's called Tankor, and that Beast Machine's Tankor is also in the comic books. So there's just these two guys called Tankor who drink at the bar all the time. Uh, I wonder if just for funsies, they're going to continue with that little gag and have him go like, "I think my name's going to be Octone now." Octone Loke. That's right. Yeah, that's he's right. He's a rapper. They call me Octone. Um, the other obvious reveal. Which, I, I mean, I, I I feel bad saying I don't feel much seeing him. Because, again, it's it's the one that everyone knew was going to happen. So there's only so much excitement I can have is uh, Overlord. Because um, his pre-tool, uh, Black Shadow, is like now out in Canada. Um, but they have revealed the Overlord version of the toy. And it looks super solid. It looks a whole lot like Overlord. He's got the right alt modes, the right colors. Uh, they remolded a whole lot of the chest. So he has all his old... Uh, chest detail they even have like the breastplate gimmicks and then what's cool is um i don't know if there's any shots of it in the tfw photography but someone got a shot or two of him with one of those chest flaps opened up and there's a socket inside that would fit a titan master so someone uh, i think ian reed was saying you take a one of these titan masters change the 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 face plate to like an engine block plate and it's a power master that fits right inside this guy's chest cavities and so that's that's pretty cool um so I'm, you know, I think Overlord looks solid. Like I'm, I'm gonna pick him up. Um, just like I'm gonna pick up Black Shadow. Like I, I think they, they look like super cool toys. Uh, Seth, how do you feel about Overlord? Uh, he's impressive. I like that you can stick the uh, Titan Masters in his chest. Um, yeah, I, I'm not seeing that picture you were talking about with the flap open. It's not in the TFW stuff. It's right, but I did Twitter. see it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was getting tweeted and commented on a bunch as people were coming up with silly ideas yeah sticking just heads in there yeah or like with human (laughs) more human faces like human painted faces so he's got like human faces in his chest (laughs) he's got boob mouths and boob faces um now i thought i saw on twitter someone was saying that you were in that the intention was you put the headmaster in backwards so the face is facing in. Oh, that that was me because I, I didn't oh, think okay. I didn't think about the idea of changing it from being a face sculpt to an engine sculpt. So I thought, uh-huh. well, if you just stick if you stick one in there with the face facing inwards, it'll look like you know a block of something. Yeah, um, and but, maybe that's what Hasbro's intending. Yeah, I, I almost this this really makes me want to see what um, the Takara Tomi release is like because like the the groundwork is now laid for them to give him like Giga and Mega using Titan Masters but that are, you know, engines rather than heads. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I can't remember the name. Oh, his his headmaster name, his titanmaster name is Dreadnought, which is a great name to go with Overlord. Uh, I always like the word Dreadnought. It's uh, a good word. Yeah, it's just, it just sounds uh, impressive. Um, <clears throat> well, it's dread, not there's don't dread because it's dreadnought. You don't have to be dreading. It's 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 impressive, <laughs> like the juggernaut. You know, like yeah. something. About, it, it sounds big. Uh, also, I think it's really friggin' cool that I can go into a toy fair saying, "Well, this is where Hasbro's going to show us Overlord." You know, and now we have like just a, a super slavish Overlord toy coming out on the heels of a six shot and a, and a black shadow of all things. Like Titans Return is really just like taking swings at everything. They're like, here's triple changers. Here's like top spin and twin twist. Here's Overlord at six shot <laughs> and black shadow in the same line. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I think that's like those are the predictable ones. And I think they all look pretty darn cool. Um as far as small toys, there, there's there's a piece of news here I, I really liked. You know, uh, Generations Cosmos is coming out in Titans Return, apparently entirely unchanged. And I like that because that kind of proves my long-running theory that Cosmos is the best Legends toy. And only the best Legends toy would be completely unaltered when he came out in another line a couple years later. So, grats to Cosmos. He's also coming out with, uh, with a brand new Sea Spray, though. Uh, and the sea spray looks really darn solid. Like I, I didn't have much to say about him, and that's mostly because he just looks really on topic. He looks a whole lot like sea spray. Um, I expect that he's got a little cockpit in his chest because his chest is kind of a big block, um, and that would be in line with the other Legends toys in the line. Um, Seth, did you get a, a good look at sea spray yet? I'm looking at it as we speak. He's got a um, pizza box for a weapon, as was yes. pointed out to me by Onslaught Twenty Four. <laughs> Um, I wonder if there's like little holes in it. Yeah, to, uh, to look like barrel. Actually, it's on top of the. No, because it's it's, a, it's on top of the uh, the hovercraft mode. It's got little implied doors. Yeah, maybe it's like a rocket launcher thing. I guess. Yeah, that's a pizza Shoot launcher. Missile swarms. Um, pizza. Missile. I like it. I like it. I like cheese spray. Um, he's kind of a chunkier, blockier version of sea spray. Which is fine. It's mm -hmm. different. At the very least. Um, you could see on the hovercraft mode that you just flip up a flap to hide his face. Yep. Which is fun. Because <laughs> then you can flip that flap down. And he's just like, hey. And he could just be looking around as he the hovercrafts yeah. going across land or water. Yeah, like a like a hovercraft a real life vehicle can do. Yeah. Um, not something fake like a helicopter. Hovercraft. No. I've seen one in Rumble in the Bronx. It's a movie but with Jackie Chan in it. Uh, maybe you've heard of it, Seth? Yes, I've seen it in theaters. Yeah, it's a it's a darn good film. It's a piece of cinema. Um, and there's a hovercraft in it. They run over a man and blow the back of his clothes off. Because that's what hovercrafts do. Yeah. Um, going into other small stuff, I think one of the, uh, the other big reveals was that they're doing Steeljaw as a standalone Titan Master release. So it's a little Titan Master, it's a Rhino, uh, the Rhino can turn into a tank. I don't have Shuffler, and I haven't looked at them side by side, but I think this is a Shuffler retool, like the Elephant Tank Titan Master. Uh, but either way, it also looks a hell of a lot like Steeljaw, and Steeljaw yeah. turning into a tank is something I've always been cool with, because, uh, they did that back in, I think, War Within? And uh, it's also a very Dan Kuga style thing to do. So, uh, Seth, how do you feel about Steeljaw? 
I'm into it. Um, it's one of the. It seems like one of the better little uh, Titan Master figures as far as like what it turns into and stuff. Mm. Um, some of them are kind of weak, but uh, that Steel Jaw looks cool. Like it's a fairly believable little tank with a Titan Master standing on the back, like a little more more like a motorized weapon platform than a tank. Yeah, the way the Titan Master stands on the back. Or it's like it's like a it's like if you had like one of those big lawnmowers and you decided to put treads on it, and a cannon. Yeah, so it's not a lawnmower anymore, but yeah. like a, a lawnmower tank. Yeah, it reminds me of like the the small vehicles that they would do for GI Joe. Yeah. Oh, I had, I had a really dumb one, which was like it was like just like a chair with wheels on the bottom. <laughs> it was like a long chair with wheels on the bottom. It was like green. Those are called wheelchairs. It's for people who can't walk. No, no, it's not, a wheel, it's not like a chair where your knees are bent. The, the it's long, so it's like it's like a beach chair. So your legs are stretched out. But it, it was it also had wheels on it, so it was like I don't know, like a go kart. <laughs> I know what a wheelchair looks like. <laughs> wheelchair doesn't have guns on it unless you've you know like got unless a, you're awesome. Unless you got a permit for that, get a permit. Uh, speaking of speaking of twin twist, that was also revealed. Just quietly, they had a little display with Top Spin, who recently came out, and Twin Twist, who everyone was wondering if he would come out. Um, he looks like he is a retool of Top Spin. Thank Top goodness. Top Spin ain't coming out around here. Oh yeah, he's not out, he's not out in the states very much yet. He came out in the the Philippines. There ain't nothing out in the states in my states. Yeah, ain't, ain't anyway. Ain't but nothing. Uh, but I, I was I was contacted by one uh, Bradley Davy Davies. Davy, Davy boy, Brad, Brad <laughs> former TFW mod Twin Twist. Davy asked, boy, Bradley Smith <laughs> <laughs> asked if if I if anyone was talking about this, and I said, of course not. Who's that idiot? Why is he a drill tank? But uh, yeah, there's a there, this. It's really cool that they're they're like doing stuff like in Titans Return. Like where they already have all these other plates they're spinning, they had the time to kind of just go like, by the way, here's the jump starters, and they're both really good. Like I've heard nothing but good about uh, Top Spin, so if this is like the same toy, that's going to be two very solid toys as the jump starters. Um, Seth, are you are you a, a jump starter man? We had both jump starters when we were kids. All right. Um, Twin Twist was my brother's, and I had Top Spin. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so I've always been down with them, and I mean, even with the limitations of the original jump starters, I always liked the design of those two guys. And then I got those third party ones from a couple of years ago that were pretty good. Yeah, those those um, were damn solid. Yeah, and uh, so I'm looking forward to these too. If uh, you know they decided to start selling Transformers again in stores, don't worry, we'll get to that. We've got some uh, Transformers Five talk to have later. <clears throat> I mean seeing, real Transformers. You'll be seeing plenty of Transformers the last night uh, come April, I can assure you. <laughs> um, the, the other uh, deluxe reveal for standalone deluxe is, is they're doing a new Windblade, um, who is also Headmaster. Now here's the bummer. The only photo of her, they didn't finish transforming her. So her crotch is sticking <laughs> about an inch down below her pelvis. And... I, it's driving me crazy. Like, when people were on the show floor, I was sending out a Twitter message saying, "Can someone, for, for God's sake, please ask them to collapse her hips in? Because this is ridiculous." Uh, I don't so, know. Maybe that's what it is. It's by intention. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't design her. Um, 
but she looks she looks all right. Like uh, she, definitely like the original Windblade toy is not beloved by all. Um, and I, I'm I'm super cool with them doing a new Windblade every couple years. Uh, the Headmaster face sculpt looks really good. Um, her swords are a bit much. They seem a little bit large because I guess that they combine together to form a Titan Master vehicle, like a lot of the guns do. Uh, her jet mode looks fine. Like, I feel like her jet mode is not fully transformed either. Like, it, it just feels like whoever put her out there didn't quite know how she works. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing better, like, official photography of her later on uh, this weekend, hopefully. Yeah, because I'm looking at that jet mode picture right now, and one of her arms and hand is just sticking out from under the wing. and But that's not the case on the other side. Yeah, like I don't know what happened here. This is, <laughs> uh, I just can't deal with the robot mode. Because <laughs> I, I, when I first looked at it, right, the first picture was at a certain angle where I was like, I, I couldn't quite see what was wrong, and so I was like, why does this look wrong? What's wrong with this? Like, wh why does she look so odd? And then I realized that her waist was hovering above her crotch by quite a margin. Um, Seth, are you are you um, having any thoughts at all on a new Windblade? Jenny Longcrotch, that's her secret identity. Yeah, it's her uh, hollow avatar. Yeah, no, I like it. It looks like they improved a lot. I mean, besides the swords being kind of giant chunk chunk city swords. Yeah. Chunk City. New chunk on NBC. City. Um <laughs> I it looks like they improved a lot. I mean, yeah, the head especially looks really great. That yeah. first the head on the first wind blade was um, like, why, why doesn't this look like any of the artwork that was done for one blade? <laughs> because that looks better than whatever this is. Yeah. Um, like, that original head felt like a very Generation 1-ish and, like, very stoic and grim. And then, like, the character ended up being portrayed in a much different way with much different artwork done in her debut in the comics. And, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that that has taken over as her main identity. Yeah. Um. So I, I would just I would just like to see more about this toy properly and not mistransformed. Um, I think that about does it for all the solo reveals. So that would bring us to those two box sets. Uh, box. So the first box set is uh, one that the rumor mill has been talking about a whole lot. <clears throat> it's called, I think, Crisis on Speedia or Velocitron. Um, and that one has, uh, it's got six shot retooled into quick switch in all the proper quick switch colors, which makes me really happy because I'm one of the five people who adores the really garish quick switch color scheme. Uh, then it's got the Voyager Optimus redone as G2 Optimus straight, like right down to having the giant sticker on his trailer with the burning forest and the flamethrower. Um, and then it comes with a retool of blur into Nautica who is someone that we have been waiting for at least two or three years to get a toy since she debuted in the comics. And then uh, again, out of nowhere, one of the, uh, the legend scale, one uh, version of one of the Autobot clones. Uh, I think Fastlane is the, the ground one. Uh, and then also, this is the one that really confused me, a diecast Titan master of Rodimus prime. It turns into Rodimus prime's head. So there's a lot to unpack here. So let's maybe let's, let's go one thing at a time. Um, from least interesting to most, so least interesting. Uh, that Optimus redone in his G2 colors. Again, very predictable, I think. The the sticker on the trailer is making me happy, but uh, yeah. Seth, uh, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, that sticker's the best part. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
when that becomes his alt mode, the robots in the skies becomes air quoted. Yep. Um, like, <laughs> Well, in the 90s, he figured, like, nah, man, it's just it's what we're doing. We're making yeah, our trucks extreme. Yeah, we're more extreme. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a similar problem, or, well, I mean, it's the exact same problem that I have with, like, Octane is just the the vehicle modes don't look right. They Like, the proportions are all weird, like the cab and the tanker and then there's just all this stuff attached to it it's i don't know i just i don't care for that mold very much hmm. well uh, the the other somewhat less interesting one even though i adore the colors is quick switch because he's just sick shot with a new head for the most part i hope part. you just refer to all of them as the least interesting part <laughs> the least interesting <laughs> no that the other least interesting part that optimus i think would i would classify as like if it wasn't for that sticker i would be calling him the bog bottom of the pile uh but that sticker puts him up there with quick switch as the the shared least interesting part um how you feel how you feel about uh, quick switch just being six shot um well is the head different the head's different right yeah, yeah. The head's different. Sure shot, six shot has like a face mask yeah this, this um, is totally quick switch's face so that helps otherwise you know i'm not really as into that color scheme as you seem to be the most most um, people aren't <laughs> i could say with some some confidence so i mean it makes sense to do because you know what else are they going to do with that mold mm-hmm. um so i mean it's fine like i'm not like hey man yeah they see the repaint um no it's a character that i'm sure somebody wants so yeah. <laughs> it's it's a um, it, it's a great idea to to do when you have a six changer mold and there are exactly two other characters in the entire canon to redo that mold as yeah now if i if i had gotten the six shot you know if like they sold transformers in california or other parts of the country it's coming it's coming um, someday then i might be able to speak more on the necessity i feel for them doing a repaint but once i haven't actually you know fiddled with it it's kind of like it's kind of hard to say yeah if i think it was worth even doing a repaint of because who knows as far as i know the toy might stink and it's like why would they even bother repainting it they should just hide this abomination and never speak of it again yeah i mean it's one of the most reviled toys in the fandom uh titan of turn six shot like nobody wants it it's, well, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm saying I don't know if it's the case. I don't, I'm, I'm just. I'm they just, don't even sell transformers. I, I here. thought we were doing a hypothetical narrative, and I'm just feeding into the hypothetical narrative. You're a hypothetical narrative. There's, there's a giant engine noise outside my window, and I'm on the ninth floor. How's that even possible? Is it a hypothetical engine noise? That one was real. I listened for a second. Uh, well, the, the next figure in the set I want to talk about is Nautica. Because I'm very excited she's getting a toy. I'm very excited they got the colors right. Uh, I'm a little bit bummed out at, like, I knew she'd be a remold. But the sheer amount that her vehicle mode looks like blur with VTOL fins yeah. is, is, is kind of a downer. I'm not upset because, <laughs> like, what are you, what are you going to do, right? But uh, I, just, I guess I just imagined that maybe she'd pull it off, about, like, you know, at least as well as Brainstorm did. Um because what you see in the comic books, she's a comic book only character. She turns into a, a she's got those VTOL fins and she turns into a kind of aquatic vehicle that can also do like short range space flight. Um, so they, they, <laughs> they got a lot right. It's just that like, man, does it also look a whole lot like Blur. Okay, that description sounded terrible. She's an aquatic vehicle 
that can fly in space. Yeah. And has rotary VTOL fins. Listen, space is an ocean. <laughs> All right. One might say it's the biggest ocean. But it's like, so she goes in space where there's no air. And she goes on water, which is not the air, but has fan. Well, no, like it's like uh, I've, the air. I've seen I've seen <laughs> submarine vehicles before that have those like propeller things. Not in that uh, orientation. <laughs> well, you turn them. You turn them a little bit. It'll turn you a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't you... have thought nothing about it if you didn't tell me she was a boat spaceship helicopter or whatever i'm conflating a whole <laughs> lot of information together so like and he's got it you gotta what's that thing they say don't listen to my words listen to my intentions uh-huh <laughs> uh seth are, do you, so i mean you, you're you i don't think you've read much of any comics that she's in so are, are you whoa you, whoa what the heck are you ringing bells over there what are you doing oh this is my phone i thought no one was gonna ping me on uh-huh. uh <laughs> You got to prepare I, for things that you're not ready for. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> uh, do you, do you feel anything about this Nautica figure, or like is she just kind of someone you don't recognize? Well, I don't recognize her, but I think she looks cool. Hmm. Um, the just blur with things bolted on the sides, vehicle mode aside, um, I think the robot mode translates very well to a female character. Oh yeah, without now thinking like oh my god blur was so feminine shaped like no that's that's not what it is it's just like switch the color palette and it's thin and lithe enough that it's perfectly believable as a as a female character also as much as a robot can be female um so yeah i think it works Mm -hmm. um i think it's good i do think it's one of the more interesting things in this box set it's like the draw of the box set for the most part for me. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, th- that and the clone. Uh, there's only if there's one problem I have with the robot mode, like the head sculpt is neat, but it's it's also it's a lot like that original Windblade head sculpt where it looks kind of like a more serious, grim G1 version of the character. Uh-huh. When in the comic, she has like this retractable visor thing and she also tends to be smiling and is kind of a, a much more much more happy character <laughs> than she looks in, in toy form. But uh, yeah, like one of the bummers for me is like when I look at this set as a box set, as it is, it kind of bums me out a little bit because if I saw Nautica by herself, single packed on her own, there's a good chance that I would buy her just because like my girlfriend be like, Oh, she's so pretty. Uh, get this one. But as being part of a big box set where I'm not super excited about everything in it, mm-hmm. it it's less of a likelihood that I would get it. I think it's this, it's it's a real shame that like everyone who's a retool of Blur has ended up being harder to get than I think they should have been. Like Brainstorm ended up being a Walgreens exclusive. Nautica is like in this five member or four member box set with a friggin' leader class toy in it. Um that is like gonna price it's gonna price her out of being affordable to a lot of people who are just fans of the comic books yeah. uh and especially if you're just a fan of the comic book let me tell you who's not in the comics frigging g2 optimus or quick switch or fast lane <laughs> so um i, I think it, it, it is a shame that she's kind of trapped in a box set 
and I, I don't see a reason for it. Like, I know people might say, like, oh, you know, female characters. That's not been the case with Transformers for the last, like, two or three years, man. Like, <laughs> I, For the most part, I don't think it's a problem with toys at all anymore. Yeah. There's a lot of female characters in in toy lines now. Yeah. It, it's in with with in many cases a, a very concerted intent. Uh like in that the investor call, um it was mentioned that uh I can't remember the number now, but it was mentioned that you know female buyership of Transformers merchandise in general has gone up a lot uh, yeah. in the last year. And so I think this is like, you know, because I've seen the, the conversation start of like, why of all people would they put Nautica in a box set? And I think I agree with um, I think Chris McFeely said it somewhere that it's just a really stupid circumstance of her being the third retool. And that's why she's in there and that it is a dumb idea because she's got so much character built up for the last like two years in the comic books that it's a it's a silly place to put her. But I also think it's it's going to be silly if this is the only way to get one of the clones, which is the other, the kind of the most cool part about this. Number one, they're doing the clones. Number two, they're fully new molds, it seems, and they're Legends class, so they're not Headmasters. So uh, I have a soft spot for the clones because they were some of the Transformers I had growing up. Uh, I had both sets of clones. Um, so Fastlane here looks friggin' awesome. Like, you know, his car mode is just as kind of BS as it was in G1. <laughs> and he still has, just like in G1, a giant rod sticking out of the back of his head with a, <laughs> with a fin attached to it. So, like, they, they, they got it. You know, they, they nailed it. Uh, I'm assuming, because there's a Decepticon clone in the other box that we're going to talk about, that their brothers will be single releases. Um, I'm assuming this, of course, and I'm assuming they're making the brothers. But, man, the clones! That makes me so happy. I don't know, Seth, do you, do you have any affinity for the clones? um i never had any of them they were they were kind of coming out near when i was transitioning out mm. so like they were right there on the edge to where i didn't end up with any of them um i like the concept i remember liking the concept um i like how this guy had that like they just leaned into what maybe isn't good about the original toy like the vehicle mode being as you put it still bs and <laughs> the the robot mode having the rod and fin sticking off the back of his head where instead of like the like they just embraced it they just went for mm -hmm. it they were like yeah we could fix them i guess or we just because this is what people remember is the dumb parts about it if he was a deluxe toy i'd have a whole lot more critique to drop, uh -huh. but making him a Legends toy is almost like that's the way to pull off the clones. Yeah. yeah. And if they made him like a really cool looking, realistic Formula One car or something, then you might not recognize him as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they did, they just, they leaned into it, they nailed it in their own way. Uh, seeing that actually gives me a whole lot more fervor for the idea of doing like the pretenders as like, you know, the inner robot being a legends toy that then just stuffs inside of a shell because the clones had very, I thought, you know, pretender esque alt modes in that they looked like a robot lying down. So that is really darn cool. Um, the last part of the box set. And I found the close-up of the head mold uh, or head mode, so we don't have to go looking for it. Is Rodimus Prime, but done in diecast, and this is a part that confuses me. So I'm assuming just the faceplate is diecast. 
the Titan Master's little robot mode actually has a lot of color on it. It's painted to look like a little, you know, Rodimus with yellow thighs and like black boots and stuff. And he turns into a Rodimus head. Uh, I guess, you know, if you want to upgrade the Titan's return hot rod into a full-on Rodimus Prime, this is a way to do it. But this is to, to do it in diecast as well made it the weirdest bullet point on these box sets for me. Um, and I'll, I'll send a photo of the one from the other one so we can talk about it at the same time. Because the other set is coming with Thunderwing, uh, whose head mode is totally based on IDW Thunderwing, where he's got, like, the Glasgow smile, uh, you know, going all the way up to his cheeks. Mm-hmm. Um, Thunderwing actually, I think, looks really, really good. But I just, it's it's odd, you know? It's like, here's a die-cast headmaster of a character to finish yeah, this off. it's... The reasoning I'm curious about, like, is it just to create some sense of premium quality to put some die-cast in there? And then, I mean, it's small, and it's a small piece of die-cast, but then that neck post is also very small and I'm sure it's fine, but it almost makes me worry about that at the extra weight. Yeah. A little, a little bit like if just the faceplate is die cast, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it would be, but my initial thought is, is this going to be dangerous and end up with stuff getting broken? I, I think that the reason it's in there, because I was thinking about that too, is is you know there are, there have been box sets recently where it's like you know here's Rodimus and Galvatron and a die cast matrix, you know often it's just a die cast matrix <laughs> gets thrown into box sets, and I wonder yeah. if like this is occupying that space, but in a way that's maybe a bit more interesting and able to interact with stuff, um, as opposed to a die cast matrix that usually cannot be held or worn or used at all by any toys that it's packed with. Uh, it's just, it's a weird thing to do, though. <laughs> I don't mind it. It's just, like, it makes me blink. Um, so mo- moving on to the other box set, which is the Siege of something. I can't remember what. This is another interesting one. This one, uh, I guess we'll start off with the other clone. This comes with Pounce of Pounce and Wingspan. So the, the ground-based clones are in these box sets. And again, Pounce looks spot on. He looks like a funny-looking turquoise blue white man who turns into a, a wolf thing that totally has arms just underslung on its on its lower mass. Uh, if as long as they're doing a wingspan to go with him, I think this this totally looks the part. Um, so Seth, well, he's supposed to be like a cat, right? He's like a, a yeah, like a jaguar panther yeah, thing. Jaguar, not a wolf. Yeah. Wow, you know, that's a dog. Jaguar panther wolves, you know, like those dog cats. Uh, so I don't know, Seth, have you got any other any other thoughts on him as opposed to Fastlane? Well, it's it's kind of the same thoughts as Fastlane, where where it it's very accurate to the original toy with mm-hmm. like just some more articulation, which you know is cool. Like I think it's cool to do that. Some mm. people might think it looks cheap and junky. That's everyone's got opinions. And yo, go look at the originals because they also at times can look like cheap and yeah, junky. Yeah, but I could see. <laughs> well, I can see where people might argue. I don't want it to look that accurate to the original because the originals weren't good. Yeah, for for sure, and I, I I very easily can can fall into that line of thinking because I like you know new takes on on original characters um, where like the spirit of the character is there. But then when it comes to things like the clones, I'm like, I feel like the audience for these is already so small 
Yeah. But like, I'm I'm happy with either, to be honest. <laughs> um, one of the surprises in this though is like standing right next to him. The deluxe of this box set is uh, a repaint of Trigger Happy with a new headmaster into friggin' Metal Hawk, uh, who is the guy from Master Force that was like the diecast pretender, and he's in the comics or was in the comics and uh, and has been in a Bokkan set where he had a human head um, and it looked real funny. Uh, I haven't messed with Trigger Happy yet, but I've heard nothing but good about him. So the idea of a character whose design and colors I like being done on a toy that's supposed to be really good makes me feel good about it. Um, Seth, how do you feel about Metal Hawk? Um, he's all right. Um, oh, I like the head. That's great. Um, mm. The colors are interesting. And this seemed to be one of the figures that I saw people getting most hype about on Twitter. There seemed to be a lot of excitement on Twitter for Metal Hawk. And then a bunch of disappointment that they were going to have to buy a box set of stuff that they didn't want to get Metal Hawk. Yeah, he's just, just like Nautica. <laughs> you know? A lot of, I'll get this set and then sell everything else. Well, This set bums me out the most because it's like, I like everything in it except for the Optimus I already have because I bought the Japanese one. Ah, I didn't buy the Japanese one. I know, and you're... I'm really kind of bummed out with the American one. So you're going to win. Um, this set, I think, by the is also the, the Big Bad Toy Store exclusive one uh, that, was, that was specifically cited for who's getting it. Um, oh, yeah. Is the other one like Toys R Us or something? I, th I don't know if the other one's been specified yet. Yeah. Oh. But uh, this one, I believe, is uh, the Siege of Cybertron set is, is big bad. Um, and yeah, the leader toy in this is the Japanese Super Jinrai release uh, called like Magnus Prime. And he, he's got That's a like, dumb name. yeah, it's a pretty dumb name. <laughs> um, I haven't looked at any specifics as to whether he looks literally identical or has like d different color layout to the Japanese one. I'm sure he does um we'll probably see some side-by-side -side photos eventually but it's it's kind of i think it's you know as someone who has already paid for and has yet to ship super jinrai i'm not dis <laughs> i'm not disappointed but i was like just staring going like yo i thought there were things about super jinrai that might not translate to our market but nope okay sure yeah just bring them over all right uh well, he's part of an exclusive box set yeah so they don't have to worry about the kids getting it because you know the kids ain't shopping at Big Bad Toy Store. But he's also going to have all of those uh, all those connector parts and the Combiner Wars ports for for God Bomber. So it it also opens the door to like, hey, I wonder if they're going to just bring God Bomber over as well as uh, the Apex armor. Um. Also, since this is a Big Bad Toy Store exclusive, there is a chance it's probably going to be on like Toys R Us shelves in Canada. So kids will get at it. Yeah, well, kids will Canadian suffer. Kids. Yeah, who cares. They don't count. They're barely human. Um, I hope that there is a God Bomber brought to the U.S. Because I want to see uh, what they do about that. I mean, they'll, they'll probably <laughs> call them Apex, is what I'm thinking. Oh, Apex. Okay. Uh, yeah, back back when they did the, the Heroes of Cybertron, they called them Apex Armor. Um... But yeah, I think it's, it's it's really cool that they're 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 finding a way to fit this design in because there's a lot different about him uh, to the point where like he he is more of a different toy than Ultra Magnus than you know the one we got in Wave One was. Uh, but the big surprise of this set for me, which I just I guess I'd forgotten about from the rumor lists, is uh, Broadside with a really good new head 
into Armada Tidal Wave, which is one of my absolute favorite Armada designs. Uh, this has me super excited, uh, also because they're doing him in the show colors, which never came out in the States or in North America. Um, and uh, I, the only thing about him is I don't know if I would ever really use his jet mode because I'm just like, I only, yeah. need, I only need Tidal Wave to turn into a carrier. Right. Like, you know, the jet's there. That's cool. Um, he also still comes with the tiny aerial bots, but now they're done in black. They're the evil aerial bots. Um, but this tidal wave, the 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 face sculpt on his headmaster is friggin' on target. Uh, makes me really happy. Uh, Seth, how, how do you feel about tidal wave? I I dig it. Um, I remember this is one of those things that people were hoping were would happen. I remember seeing a lot of comments around like. Oh, I wonder if they'll do this as a tidal wave. That would be cool. Mm. And uh, there you go. And you just got to buy this exclusive box set to get them with stuff you may or may not want. <laughs> His box set is more stuff that I want than the other yeah, one. Yeah, no, this box set is way more interesting to me. Yeah. Um, way more interesting. Like, and it's, you know, I, I like most of what's in the other one. It's just that, like, the this box set has three hits in pounce metal hawk and tidal wave like those are out of the park hits magnus prime is super cool because that toy is coming over so it's just, it's just like a wall of cool stuff the other one is like it's fine but especially g2 optimus i'm like i guess so like he's okay <laughs> but yeah the siege of cybertron set is 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 a hit um i'm super into it and i think that's also all of the new reveals for generations uh, so Seth, were there any other thoughts you wanted to drop on just the state of Titan's return or what you're seeing here? Um, no, I mean it. It seems like it definitely looks like they're slowing down on the Titans' return for the movie mm -hmm. to take over. So, I mean, there's not that much to see. It seems. Um, so the movie could be oh boy, the movie. Um, <laughs> That's, that's the t how'd you know the name of the, the name of the, the new movie transformers oh boy it's the movie <laughs> yeah. you're not supposed to know that yet that'd be amazing that was the official subtitle <laughs> oh boy transformers six. Oh boy it's another movie oh boy here we go again <laughs> Re remember feeling kind of eh in the past get that same feeling again transformers Back to the well. Speaking of, uh, that's the next section of, uh, of Toy Fair stuff we've got on the list is the Transformers Movie 5 toys display and reveals and etc. Uh, this is the point where, Seth, I want to put you more in the lead here, because especially since it's just the two of us talking, I don't want to just have you sitting there quietly listening to me for like 20 plus minutes. As you talk about your my precious, boy. My precious boy's scorn. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I gotta throw in some, I'm gonna say something, but I'll, okay. I'll dial it back. Seth, though, uh, let's, let's talk some Movie 5 stuff. What is catching your eye in the Movie 5 display? Okay, so I'm looking at the link that you put here that was the official images. It's yes. easier for me to keep track and spot things. Um, I don't care about any of these Dinobots. They're from two years ago. They're, yeah. There is a ton of 2014 toys in this toy line, and that yeah, it's crazy. Grimlock looks like a downgrade as far as color scheme. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, he looks like a big downgrade. Most of them look like downgrades in regard to color scheme. Drift looks like I'm surprised how much worse Drift looks. Because um, I liked his new color scheme of being like black and red, but that robot mode just looks like a man in a set of pajamas. Yeah. It's like there's no black it's, on his robot mode. No. it It's almost like those new Power Ranger figures of just being kind of solid blocks of color. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like it's like they're not even trying for the most part with how many of these are just old toys with less good coloring. I think they fell into a trap with the Dinobots where it's like, I remember when the movies came out and people went like, oh, but the Dinobots are all monochrome in the movies. I wish the toys were too. And then like, you know, box sets and variants came out where they're all monochrome. And I feel like them doing the Dinobots again in monochrome is like, look, we're doing what you wanted. And I'm like... I mean, clear. there are people I've seen who think these look way better, and I'm happy for them, but I'm like, these all look worse, because it was great when the Dinobots each had, like, a super just, like, loud, strong individual color. You know, like, like the, the Triceratops is purple, the Velociraptor's turquoise, Swoop is blue, like, it, it felt like a Power Rangers team, but in a cool way. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of, those are very forgettable. Um, yeah, so then I guess we got Squeaks. And his trailer! His trailer, because you know that's a common sight with, on a Vespa. With Vespas, yeah, <laughs> they have a trailer. Um, clearly, it's just here's another big chunk of plastic to validate the the uh, price point. Yeah, um, it turn, opens up into a little base, I guess. I, I kind of there's something cute about the idea that like Squeaks and Optimus Prime are the two robots who have trailers. Yeah, that turn into bases. Oh man, Squeaks is gonna end up with the Matrix. Yep, Squeaks Prime. Squeak, Squeak Prime. <laughs> um, he looks very angry. To yeah, me. and uh, and in some of the shots from the show floor, like in in these photos, his robot mode actually looks better than on the show floor because it's at an angle. Uh -huh. Um, he has a gigantic just hump of folded Vespa attached to his back. And he, he looks like a tiny refrigerator when viewed from the side. Yeah. I'm super not into it. Um, yeah, and then as soon as I saw the like the giant gun and on that those show floor pictures where you see his packaging, he's got the giant gun in the artwork. <laughs> and then then I just got the feeling, oh, there's probably gonna be a scene where like squeaks and the girl are like cornered or something. And then she's like, oh my god, what are we going to do? And then Squeaks is just going to make incoherent noises. Because isn't that something that we had heard that he's not going to talk? He's just going to yeah, make yeah. noise. And then his like arm is going to turn into this giant like 10 barrel cannon. And it's like, oh, isn't that funny? The little rusty robot has actually got this giant gun in his arm. And it's like, ugh. It just feels... Michael Bay stuff just feels so simple yeah and it just seems simple like a simple joke like that squeaks has this giant gun so i'm i'm the person who would in a in the right delivery find the idea of a robot like squeaks with a giant gun pretty funny but when i think about the movies i'm basically agreeing with you i'm thinking oh no it's gonna be something where they spend way too long like the movie's gonna sit there staring at me waiting for me to laugh instead of just moving on and Thank as you, the giant gun is folding out, it's like going to be rotating around them, like some big epic moment. 
And then, like, the punchline will be, like, when he tries to shoot, like, nothing happens. No, it's going to be he's going to kill barricades. A barricade gets yet another death by something ignoble. <laughs> yeah, or barricade will laugh at him and then bl- he'll blow a hole straight through him. Yeah. And then barricade will look down through the hole in him back to the camera and go, uh-oh. <laughs> and then he'll fall off a cliff. <laughs> It'll be the Wile E. Coyote shot of him just yeah. falling off into the distance. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the long whistle down. Yeah. And then the little <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> so I'm not into the Squeaks toy very much. Oh, uh, I'm not into the I'm kind of sad about because I, I wanted to be, but just the side view on his robot mode is so awful. Uh, and it makes the. Because it, it, it just. It, it makes it look like most of his transformation is going to be folding up the front half under the bottom and then flipping his head out and i'm kind of like i I was hoping for something slightly more clever but instead that budget is spent on his trailer and the trailer is like the only thing about the trailer i like is that the toolbox is red it's not turquoise it's like hey that's pretty cool yeah i'm clicking back and forth between the robot and vehicle modes and it looks like he might actually do something interesting with the transformation because I don't immediately see his, like, helmet anywhere. Like, the big round helmet bit. So there might be something in there that's cool. I think it's but inside the... But then a bunch the, of it just ends up on his back. I, I think it's inside the seat. Like, I think his, most of his head is inside the seat. Because that ends up on his back and you can see, like, a little hinge on it. Yeah, but at least it's well hidden. Yeah, yeah. Like, there isn't... The, that round helmet part isn't just obviously part of the vehicle. It's not like sitting on top of the headlights. Right. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm, so I'm just trying to give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, but at least that might be something that they do. Like he's, he's a curiosity do. that I think like I may end up picking up down the road, like on sale or something. Actually, no, <sighs> let me lean in here a little bit. Oh, um, Oh, is maybe his whole, uh, his eyes might be attached to the helmet and also folded away? Because the eyes look a lot bigger than the headlights on the, the scooter. I agree. Unless they're on the back of the scooter and they're not the headlights, but they're like the, what do you call it? Odometers. Mm, I don't know if I see that kind of shape back there. Yeah. Because then they'd have to flip around because when he's in robot mode, well, no. There's a little mushroom peg. Oh, yeah, maybe it is. But, well, I was just looking at where the uh, hand brakes were in relation to the the grips. Yeah. So maybe that is just on the back of his head. Yeah, I think think they're just flipped around and then the helmet comes out of the seat, uh, the seat hatch. Mm. I think think the the thing about him that I'm finding the most disappointing is very petty. But it's that his his actual arm, like his right arm that's an actual full arm, seems really unposable. And I'm kind of like, come on, at least give him an elbow. Like, if he's a deluxe toy, yeah. give him an elbow and a wrist so I can at least pose him. He looks like he's going to be, bo- like, just, you can flap his shoulders around and then that's about it. Yeah, because it looks like his arm is sticking kind of just out to the side. And then the gun is turned. Yeah. So it's not even in line with his arm. It's in a, it's a very legendsy looking thing, and I'm like, if you really want to sell him as a deluxe, like don't 
put all this effort into a little trailer and then skimp on the the one arm he has that I would like to see articulated. Um, the the thing that pleasant surprise I haven't looked at these official photos yet. Um, Steelbane looks way better in these than on the show floor. He's he's the new oh. dragon knight looking guy. Uh, his, his robot mode looks cool. The the dragon mode I'm I I, I don't understand what's going on with his wings. He, he looks like <laughs> yeah. he looks like a bat that can't fly yet, but he's also a dragon. But uh, I, I like well, the uh, it, also there's just feet <laughs> on the tail and the back of the neck. Yeah, yeah. In dragon mode, <laughs> there's just feet. There's a couple feet. Let's, let's ignore those. All right, there's a dragon head over there. Look at that. Isn't that cool? It's got antlers. Yeah, but his robot mode almost looks almost like World of Warcraft ish. Yeah. It's got like big night pauldrons. I don't know. So something about that robot mode I kind of like. I also like his sword because it's like simple. Simple sword. Simple swords. My favorite. It's my favorite Microsoft app. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really take a good look at his dragon mode. It's not very flattering. Anywhere in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> uh, got weird horns. Apparently, apparently this bumblebee is new, but I, looking at him, he doesn't look new. It looks like a retool of one of the five other bumblebees. Yeah. Uh, he just has, like, the new hood parts that he needs to be the new version of the Camaro. Because, like, the, the the flaps behind his shoulders that the wheels are on, the flaps on his thighs all look like things I've seen on a bumblebee before. Mm -hmm. So I think he's still, he's, he's a retool at least, which is better, to, is better than most of the, these other toys. Like, the Dinobots are repaints, Crosshairs is a repaint, and, like, a worse one. <laughs> Uh, but there's, there's there's stuff in here I like too because now we're out of repaints. Uh, so is this hound? Hound is new. The hound's new. That's what I thought. And apparently his helmet comes off. Ooh, <laughs> that was a sarcastic ooh. Oh, oh! Don't tell hound; <laughs> he's gonna be sad. I so I know this hound is all new. There are people on Twitter that like him. I think I think this hound looks like okay, but I'm in zero rush to get him because he's he's too thin, and he's too pale, and he has a stupid cross on his forehead, which I know is a movie thing, but it's, he, I don't like him. Yeah, what's the deal with the cross? It's just a, it's a detail that's on his his new movie model. Is that it? Kind of looks like something like Ratchet would have. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Did he become a medic in between movies? Maybe he like wants to be a medic because I think I think his character is still I'm the big crazy guy with guns who shoots things. I don't know. I just I I think like it looks like a neat transformer, but for Hound, it's just it's got the same problem as the old Voyager, which is he's too thin. He doesn't have his gut. And up next, we have two Galvatrons. Oh, they're called Megatron. He, his name keeps changing. I like these what? two toys a lot. What What are the odds? Like, what's the over-under that they're even going to mention Galvatron I, as a name I think, in this movie? I think they're not going to. Are they just going to pretend that never happened? I think they're just going to... Because the only people who even heard him yell, I'm Galvatron, were a bunch <laughs> of people fleeing a lab, right? So I think and at this point, they're just going to see oh, him go like, oh, Megatron. He's going to be like, oh, yes, Megatron. That's my also, name. Also, he looks nothing like the last movie. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. 
which yeah. keeps happening. <laughs> Megatron looks radically different in every movie. He works out, okay? He works out. <laughs> he goes to the gym. Gets new alt mode. Um, I, I, just, I like this design a lot. And I think the, the leader and the Voyager toy both look really good in different ways. Like, the leader ha is, like, huge and imposing, but the Voyager's a bit more compact and a bit mm -hmm. thicker. Like, I... And they both look like they're fully articulated. He's got wrist swivels, so you don't have, like, gorilla arms. The the flame accessories on the leader toy look really damn cool. Um, and then there's a shot from, uh, in Japan, Wonderfest just started, and I retweeted a picture of... The, this toy is over there as well. And it looks like he's got a whole gimmick where, like, his mouth flips over into a faceplate and the horns close up over his eyes. So it's like a big, crazy helmet. Um, I, I'm super into this design. Uh, also because his jet mode just looks good. You know, it's, Yeah, the jet mode looks cool. I think it looks especially cool for the, the leader version because yeah. you get all that kibble out from under the wings. Now, I had seen somebody on Twitter earlier arguing that the Voyager was better. And then I'm looking at the pictures, and this was before I had really look, looked. Um, like, I didn't know which one was which. Yeah. They just put up both pictures and said, I like the Voyager better. And so I just assumed the leader was the Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, why, why does the leader one seem so much chunkier? And then people were arguing with that guy about it. And I'm like, oh, okay, so... That is the leader that has the the better looking wings. Yeah. Why I don't know why this guy likes the Voyager so much more, and did or did he get him mixed up too? Like I don't know what's going on. Um. But yeah, if I get one, like right now, if I get anything from this movie line, it's probably going to be the leader Megatron. Yeah, I'm uh the only reason I'm down for both is cuz I want a shorter version of him in case there's no good leader Optimus coming out anytime soon. Um but also like I just I like how I like the differences between them like the leader one in certain ways his limbs are a little bit ganglier, not like terribly, but uh -huh. there's something about the compact chunk of the Voyager that really does it for me too. Like I just I really like them both. Like I I I stared at them for a little bit and I was like I don't even really feel like comparing them. It's just like they they both look like excellent representations, so I'm 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 not going to put too much more thought into it myself. Certainly, everyone else should you know figure out what's better for you, but I I, I just have nice things to say about both. Um, that leader just man, a, a good movie leader toy is so rare. You know, one that doesn't get mired in some kind of gimmick or get over complicated in the wrong way or end up with just a giant like backpack. Like it's very refreshing yeah, to see block of electronics that give them all this unnecessary chunk. Yeah, like this one just has a, like definitely. I think the jet mode on the leader is superior. I'll totally agree with you. Like it's just the the, the gigantic wings, unfettered by anything under thin, the, long thin wings, and then the the needle point nose cone. Like yeah, this looks freaking cool. And I think of course the leader one I think is going to be the one who has the faceplate gimmick. I saw. Um, I think it was a gimmick because like that to me explains why he's got the weird seam line around his jowls. Um, by the way, he also has an excellent face sculpt. Like his nose is like a friggin' just tyr tyrannical hook nose. Like it makes me happy. <laughs> I'm saying on Twitter, he's got he's finally achieved full tyrant nose. Um, 
yeah, I'm just I'm very impressed. Uh, pleases me greatly. Because uh, right now, my movie buy list is basically those Megatrons and friggin' Voyager Scorn, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. You're into them. This was my favorite Dinobot two years ago, or I guess almost three years ago. And so, like, when I saw not only a new Scorn, but bigger and in a line where every other Dinobot had their color removed, Scorn <laughs> got to keep his red color. I'm just like, who on this team is like me from another parallel universe that, like, s- did what had to be done? Or is this me time traveling? <laughs> like, who... There's another Scorn boy out there, and he works on the toys? Like, this makes me so pleased. The only thing wrong with this toy is the Deluxe had a sword, and this one doesn't. But that's literally it. Like, his his normal arm has a wrist swivel, so he's not going to have gorilla arm. His friggin' tail is, like, segment-jointed. His head is the right shape. I'm so happy. I'm not going to gush too much more. But, I don't know, Seth, I, I don't know. Clearly you're not a Scorn boy, like me and whoever made this. Scorn boy, drop the mic. Um... Yeah, Scorn Boy would be like the a great name for like a Jamaican dance hall singer or something. Agro dance. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I I mean I got one. Like all that I really got from the last movie were a bunch of the Dinobots, and then it was like, ah, I don't know, I buy these. Mm. But yeah, Scorn was one of the better ones. So you know, that's great. He got an upgrade. At least one of them did. I, that's also why I'm pleased, because friggin' Poster Boy, Nostalgia Hype, you know, champion Grimlock gets a friggin' repaint. Everyone gets repainted except Scorn. Yeah. Not just that, but a downgraded repaint. Yeah. Like, and then friggin' Scorn's just like, you know what? They they told me I had to, to go monochrome, and I said, well, maybe I just won't do your movie, because I'm friggin' Scorn, so they let me stay red. And they made me a Voyager because they felt bad about in- insulting me. Were you so excited when you saw this that you would describe it as scorn porn? Yes, uh, because the first photos of this were the hand-painted prototype. So it was this toy looking its best, like super bright, glossy red. Yeah, it was scorn porn. <laughs> it was scornographic. I was full- filled with skextasy. <laughs> that sounds gross. Yeah, that, that, was, that also was that's the Skeksis from Dark Crystal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like uh, basically also for those who don't know, uh, a very young fan apparently got off Amazon for 40 bucks the Voyager Optimus from this line and put up a, a video showing the transformation. That Voyager Optimus has a damn good transformation. So basically this toy line, I'm super hyped for a leader toy and three Voyagers. And I, I'm very surprised by that, because usually Deluxe is the backbone of any, you know, the last, like, two movie lines. So, I'm, I'm really pleased about this. Like, I've got a handful of toys I'm looking forward to. Hopefully they're all out right away, so I can just grab them. Uh, and then, like, I don't even feel the slightest hint of temptation by these Age of Extinction toys getting reused. Like, it's it's almost it's almost a blessing that I'm not even sitting there considering it. Like I, I I don't I don't need most of this line, but what I do like I really like. So I'm I'm very pleased by the, these, these these reveals, uh, in general. Uh, the only thing I'm bummed out about is there's no sign of like wave uh, wave one barricade as far as I could see, and there's also no sign of the movie masterpiece line aside from showing the like the box for Bumblebee. And I, I was hoping we would see movie masterpiece barricade, but 
you know, whatever. Uh, the Bumblebee box was apparently said Takara Tomy on it, so that was weird. Um, anything else about these movie toys you want to talk about, Seth? No, I think we can move on to the next chunk. The Rid and Seth for Rid. Well, no, there was the uh, masterpiece. Oh, well, yeah, I was, yeah, I, I think I went over most of the new stuff no. there. I don't know. Is it, uh, did you have some input you wanted to throw in on it? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought it was on the list, so I thought we were going to talk about it. Um, no, I, I mean, we did kind of talk about it recently when it was first kind of shown. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I didn't need to interrupt moving on to other things. <laughs> yeah, the, the main thing is the, the box is Masterpiece style, but still says Hasbro, so maybe they're just going to do the same toys for both coasts, or both continents. And, uh, both coasts, yep. East coast, coast and West Coast. East Coast and West Coast. It's good. Different, different toys. From coast to coast, same toys. <laughs> uh, also, there are close-ups, which are confirming, finally, once and for all, that this Bumblebee has got wrist swivels. So my one thing I was worried about is solved. Yeah, the, well, for the West Coast, Bumblebee is going to be called Carl's Jr. Bumblebee. Yeah. And on the East Coast, it would be Hardy's Bumblebee. That's or that's how it would normally be, but in my this region, time, it's it's just going to be one in, thing. In my region, it's usually Five Guys Bumblebee. Tim Horton's Bumblebee. Tim Tim Bumblebee. <laughs> Tumble, tum, Tumble Hortons. Tim. If you give me enough time, I can really make a good portmanteau out of this. We don't have enough time. we got to move on. <laughs> Seth! There's like 20 minutes of dead air as you're workshopping. <laughs> scrambling all the letters around i've fallen asleep you hear me snoring in the background <laughs> i'm just muttering to myself how great this is gonna be blimble bortons uh there's not too much new with rid but what is new is fairly heavy um they only showed two new deluxes the main thing about them that's cool is thermidor has a new head sculpt um i don't know what that means Ther- Thermidor <laughs> is the repaint of Bisque. They're both lobster transformers. Yeah. Thermidor is blue. Uh, Apparently, th- lobster Thermidor is a thing in that Batman movie, too. Yeah, my phone talked about it. Someone told me to, to say sup pewter to my iPhone, and it said the lobster Thermidor is in the microwave. Yeah, I did that, too. Yeah, and I, I went. Oh, I guess this is all a Lego Batman thing. I did it because someone told me to on Twitter, and then I stopped and went like, "This is I shouldn't just do things because people tell me to do it on Twitter." Yeah. <laughs> what causes your phone to brick or something, <laughs> or it lets the Russian hackers in? That's <laughs> right. But uh, we we got a good look at the three upcoming Rid combiners: Galvatronus, Ultra B, and Menasaur, and. Uh, Main reason I want to talk about this with you, Seth, is because we had spent so long figuring stuff out about Menasaur, and now we can just see him up close. And the combiners are very simple, which is what I kind of feared but expected. Uh, yeah, they look super simple. And uh, I was right. It was just the lighting and the blurriness of the photo. None of these look like um, um, brawn, after all. <laughs> Confirmed. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I think this heat seeker guy might have been what in the the poor lighting and blur blurriness of that picture was smoothed out to be sort of brawn ish mm. on the head shape. Um, but yeah, I mean, drag strip looks like well, there's a a couple cars 
Well, drag strip, this drag strip looks like shape. a Viacon, basically. Yeah, the Viacon. But then as I'm looking around, I'm also seeing this other guy. Uh, um, Wild Break. Wild Break is just the same shape. Yeah. Um, it looks like there's only, I mean, yeah. Um, heat sink and smash mark. Slash mark. Smash mark. Slash, is, smash mark. It's a different here. guy. <laughs> Smash Mark walks in the room and goes, "Hey now, John, out <laughs> somebody." Um, yeah, there. That's a better one. Um, I like I like uh, Motormaster's head. He's got the box head. Yes, he does have the box head. Mm. Uh, but I mean, the point I was marble mouth garbly trying to make is there's a lot of repeated general molds in this. Yeah, between these three combiner teams. Yeah, it's kind of um, like there are arm guys yeah. and leg guys. And, you know, you do what you can. Yeah, I I am assuming these are not going to be expensive. Like, they're going to be like 30, 40 bucks tops per set. Yeah. Um, well, you'd hope with how simplified they look. Yeah. Um, so is Kryn getting this uh, Cyclonus? I, I don't know. I, I, I showed her the Legends version of Prime Cyclonus, and I can't remember if she felt super good about him right away. Um, and this one also does the combiner thing, and she she doesn't like the combining part of of Combiner Wars Cyclonus. She castrated the head off of him. Yikes! Castrated the head. Yep. That she put it in a jar. Mm. Um, I, I like that they're bringing Galvatronus into this as a con. Like conceptually, I really like these design wise. In the show, I'm probably gonna love them, and it's I think it's just a real bummer that they're probably not gonna get beyond these kind of simplified sets um, i don't know what cyber warp and skyjack are supposed to be they are um uh spaceships spaceships yeah yeah obviously jeez god obviously there's spaceships what you never seen a, a spaceship before it's almost like they were Trying to do Scourge in the Sweeps and ended up so far away from that they just couldn't put the names on it. Scourge or Sweep on it. Yeah, stuff like that kind of, I don't know. I A lot of these designs I'd love to see at a higher budget. Just to, or like At least I'm going to see them in the show, you know, as intended. Because clearly, you know, they're super simplified on these figures. And they don't really probably represent a whole lot of what they look like in the show. But, like, this is just the story of R.I.D. They've got all these great Decepticon designs that are never going to get high-budget toys. Now they've got, like, these combiner designs, which I think look super fun, but they're only going to really be done as these very simplified iterations, which is fine, you know, for a toy line that is that is aimed at kids growing out of rescue bots. It's fine. Uh, I just think it's a shame that the potential is probably going to go unrealized for, for higher-end versions. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, I'll, I'll probably lament a whole lot more about this uh, with Aaron. Um, get so they are five figure teams, though. So the Decepticons are, but Ultra B is a four figure team. Okay, yeah. So that that also was co the confusing thing that's been solved, uh, which it also kind of bums me out because I'm like, the Ultra B layout is so interesting. I was kind of excited to see a four person Menasaur. And so seeing him just doing like a basically power core combiner setup is uh, a bit of a letdown. Well, Ultra B 
proportion wise is closer to what i i was guessing they were all going to be like yeah where you know you're having one figure do a lot of work to be the legs and then two figures being an arm each he's a kind of gorilla army mm-hmm. with this giant block chest he kind of looks like he skipped leg day <laughs> well sometimes you just got a lift you know I, yeah, uh, but that so that may I mean I'd like to have seen the and maybe they are. I'm looking at the official pictures where they're show floor pictures of these two. Yeah. Because I'm curious um if Bumblebee and Grimlock are basically the same size. So the the problem with the show floor pictures is I think that Ultra B was only shown in package. Alright. <laughs> so that makes it harder to yeah. Find out what I want to find out. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been staring at it a bit. He, he's in package behind Menasaur. Because I kind of see how it would equal out the pricing is if Ultra B had two large figures and two small figures, where the two Decepticon sets each had one large figure and four small figures. Yeah. So that might even the pricing out that way. Yeah, totally. Um, because yeah, these, these figures like seeing Menasaur next to the Crash Combiner two packs, having now seen those in person, like he is pretty darn small. Like yeah. that's that's not a big toy. So I'm not expecting these figures to be more detailed. I just was I was really hoping there would be like just Ultra B and Menasaur, and then like two waves that are like deluxe ish versions of all of them that would lead to something. But especially now seeing that there's also Galvatronus, and in the uh, in in the investor slides, they also showed a Bruticus. Uh, it's kind of like there are too many combiners for that to make any sense for this toy line now. Yeah, and like I kind of wish with going back to a uh, Menasaur that his legs were more different colored. That's or yeah, not at all different colored. Because because the just like the windows being different, or on on Galvatronus's arms, the two weird spaceship guys just have like different stripes that are both different shades of the same basic color. Like something, yeah. Well, the same with his legs, like the weird car guys. Yeah, yeah, they're and, purple. And and that's like I think it. I think it's fine on Galvatronus because the main colors on his arms and legs are the same. There's just different color stripes. Yeah. Where on Menasaur, his legs are mostly gray, except for you have like this red stripe around all the windows on one, and then the other one is a blue shin. Yeah. Like if if that was more unified, like if the roof of the both cars was gray and the windows were the different colors, that that would work better except for the fact that his arms are completely different colors. Yeah. So I would like the legs to be completely different colors be, to match more that that old Menasaur vibe. Either do that or go more the Galvatronus way. Yeah. And make it more unified colored. I, I I totally agree about the arms really throwing it off. Like, I, I think that, yeah, that, that's, that's what makes him different than Galvatronus. You're right. Yeah. Cause the, the arms are so completely different. Yeah. Um, and then the legs are only slightly different, but they're slightly different in a way that then becomes distracting almost. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I also am curious about the posability on these guys. Like, I'm not expecting there to be much, but it looks like potentially the torso figures of Cyclonus and Menasaur or uh, Motormaster, they look like they might have, like, really basic articulation. Like, they might have knees. But 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this Menasaur design looks so cool, and the the Galvatronus design, like the lats on that guy, are sick. It's just a big <laughs> triangle torso. I like it a lot. The Menasaur head design and the sword are really on topic. Uh, it, it's 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 criminal that this will probably not go farther than this gift set. So now we know how all this works. <laughs> um. Is there, was there anything else in the RID stuff that caught your eye? No, not really. Well, yeah. how, how about rescue bots? How about them? Um, how about, uh, look, there's a, there's a bumblebee that turns into a dragon. Cool. Uh, he's never done that before. No. Why would he? He's got two little dragons with him. One of them Let's turns. Rescue in, bot dragon force. One of them turns. No, no, they both turn into a, into a double bladed axe. It's kind of like Mythic Legions, which we've also talked about, and thus makes this relevant to our conversations. They don't transform though. They well, no, they well, they yeah, no, they. I was gonna try to think of something about them transforming from me not having them to hopefully someday me having them, but that that doesn't even. I really, mean, you could just buy some. Yeah, like, that's not even really a transformation. That's capitalism. Uh, it's just one more year that I'm kind of bummed out that Rescue Bots still doesn't really have anything for the kids growing out of it. They're instead just aimed towards Rid, and I'm like, Rescue Bots is, I think, now the longest-running Transformers cartoon. These characters deserve to have better toys done. And it's a shame that they don't. They're pretty darn cool characters. Uh... The only other thing on my list I really wanted to talk about is from the Bluefin booth, uh, a licensed third-party Transformers Drift action figure, which is apparently done in the style of, like, Soul of Jigokin, where he's all die-cast with lights, lots of uh, accessories. He has a friggin', like, cool post-apocalyptic poncho. Um, he does not transform. Uh, I think it's a shame that that will cause most people to go like, nope! Because uh, it looks like he is being crafted to a very high level of quality, and I'm super interested in knowing how he turns out, uh, especially if they go for the full, like, Soul of Jagokin-style delivery on him. Uh, this is still a very early prototype, like, right down to the swords on his hips being hot-glued to his hips. Um, but I, I really like what I'm seeing here, and I wanted to, to give it a little bit of spotlight. Um, Seth, I don't remember if we... I think I talked about this with the other guys when we got the first no, photos. We, no, we talked about it. Did we? Yeah. You might have uh, talked about it with them too, but I think I remember talking about this and saying how I'm all for the idea of an like a very well articulated, very well sculpted non-transformer transformer figure, but this not being a character that I'm that connected to. Yeah. Um still I think it's coming along great. I I think it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I need it. Yeah, like if you don't if you're not into drift, there's no reason to pick this up. But it, it I certainly hope that they're going to continue. Like I hope this this does well enough or that they just have the resources to to do more figures in this line if they end up looking this good. Yeah. Yeah, they're on the right track. Yeah. Now I remember the conversation we had. It's all it's all a mush in my head. It's terrible. Yeah, uh, I don't remember if it had also come up on on a an even show or not but it might have I, I don't remember these things so well it, it freaks me out how well some listeners remember things we've talked about because i feel like as the person who talked in the conversation i should at least remember some of it <laughs> but like there are people who go into our back catalog and tweet stuff at me 
and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I forget. Someone will say something either in the thread or on Twitter about something we say or do on this episode that I'll have forgotten about and be like, I don't what? I don't remember. I need some context here. Oh yeah, that that that, that happens to me like the day after I post an episode, and someone goes like, Hey, when you talked about this, what did you mean? And I'm like, I don't know how to say this without sounding like an idiot, but I actually don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Can you give me a time code? Because if you don't, I am never gonna figure this out. Well that's one of the reasons why I listen I I'll I'll listen to this episode a lot a lot of the reason is to refresh my memory. So when someone goes, Oh, that was funny when you talked about blank, I'll be like, What uh, what did we say? <laughs> Or the one I feel the most guilty about, because it means I can't help somebody who's looking for info, is like someone is is looking into picking up a figure, and they're like, hey, this figure that came out, I know I remember you guys talking about it years ago when it was new, and you all got it, uh, where, do you remember what episode that was? And I'm always having to go like, I know. <laughs> I don't even remember what box I put that in. <laughs> like, if, if, if you guys, if, like, if you know the release date of it, and home in on that segment of our, you know, podcast history... That that's the place to start, but otherwise I have nothing helpful to say, and I feel genuinely kind of bad about that. Uh, uh, I had a dream about the podcast last night. Oh, geez, was I? Yeah, in? there was a lot of no. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, yelling and uh, that's us f- flipping the bird. That that's us. Yep. <laughs> so, in brief, what the dream was about was we were being told. Um, and the, the, the other person in the dream is an actual person. I'm not going to say who it is. Um, uh, just, I mean, they didn't do anything wrong. It's just the dream version of them, but, (laughs) um, they might think like, oh, that's what what you think I am. Well, (laughs) F you. So, so I'm not going to name who it is. They were urinating on my face. (laughs) Well, we were being told by this person that, um, we were, like all of us, um, you, TJ, Aaron, and I, we were all every other week. Now, if we wanted to keep rotating so that each group was only on once a month, that was our deal to figure out. And that there was going to be an all new show that they were hosting that would be on the, the other week. Ah. And they were going to be using the same name. And I was taking umbrage to that i'm like we've been doing this for years we built this name you're riding on our coattails f you f you flip the bird flip the bird (laughs) i'm like i don't know what vangelis thinks about all this but i'm telling you what i think right now (laughs) and then i turned into an albatross and just no you weren't i told you you weren't there yeah that's (laughs) that's triple weird if i (laughs) if i wasn't even there is leaving you all to fight this out no i it was the only people were me and the person telling me that what was happening oh and i'm like like, well i'm gonna talk to i'm gonna talk to evangelist and the other guys about this but i think this is garbage i'm gonna narc you out well my impression was i'm not the first one hearing about it at that point but i just hadn't this is me hearing about it yeah so yeah there's a lot of, and then I woke up and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Um, Seth, while, while we were talking, we had, that's a what little... I need when I'm sleeping is ang- rage. <laughs> we, we had a, a little bit more news drop from Wonderfest. Most Gross. of it's movie related, but, uh, they, so the, the thing where I saw Megatron from movie five with a different faceplate on, 
uh it's confirmed like that's their version of the leader toy oh and he is in like way nicer looking paint that's a lot more darker and metallic uh so you know if you get a chance check that out um also they uh they showed some of their other uh movie the best releases they're doing which are like repaints in super high quality of older movie toys that's not the most groundbreaking thing in the world um they also showed the japanese version of berserker who looks way better so i'm gonna get the japanese version and f the american one it looks like junk and uh aside from that they also have confirmed masterpiece dinobot as the next beast wars masterpiece toy which is totally the other one i was hoping they were gonna do so hooray um i don't know seth any any thoughts on that stuff no, I mean, Dinobot seems like a good choice if you're going to do another Beast Wars masterpiece. Yeah. Um, I would think, like, if they were just sticking to Maximals, I figured it would either be that or Rat Trap. And does anyone really want a masterpiece Rat Trap? I don't know. Yeah, they, they messaged that, like, in, in the way that they even did, like, a re-release go to time with Masterpiece Primal, They've kind of messaged that like Generations Waspinator, Rat Trap, and Rhinox, they're treating as masterpiece toys for this purpose of like <laughs> they're like they're like just put him with those. Yeah, we're, don't we're, ask. We're, we're not, not gonna doing do that. that. <laughs> just pretend that these are masterpiece quality and yeah. shut your mouths. Such your pie holes. Um yeah, they just showed a silhouette of the CG model from like the nineties, so it's not even like a, a, shot, a shot of any kind of toy. They're just saying, like, hey, it's happening. Um, so that that about does it for our Toy Fair talk, I do Who's believe. Who's that Pokemon? It's with the silhouette. They put all these non-G1 Pokemon into my, my Mongo the other day. Yep. This stupid, there was, like, a blue, like, squirrel thing or Pikachu. I don't know what it was. I threw a ball at it, and I have one now. Did you find the, like, the pink thing with, like, a helicopter head? No, it sounds stupid. Yeah, it rotates and it flies. It's got like these two green things coming out the top of his head rotating and it just sort of hovers there. Let me, let me look up. I'm going to turn on my, my Mongo app. I'll tell you what I got because they were sitting right outside my apartment. And I was like, what? Yeah. Who, who the hell are you two? There's another thing that looks like a cross between a, a bunny and a raccoon and a garbage bag. I think I threw something at one of those. It sounds familiar. Second, like you're like a garbage bag bunny raccoon. I don't like you. Well, now it's taking forever to turn on, of course. Because I got all these non G1 Pokemons filling my stupid thing. I'm going to organize this by date, or do I have to actually find the ones that look wrong in my list? Well, if you go to your journal, it should show the last. Oh, I, I found one. It's, it's like a blue mouse called Merrill. Marill. What kind of name is Marill? Doesn't even sound like a real name. It's not a good name, a strong name like Pidget. Pidget's a real name. Okay, Hop Pip is like the helicopter headed thing. Um Murkrow is like a crow with a like a witch's hat. Oh, I found the other one I got. It's it yeah, this thing just looks like a little ball of furry dung with a face. It's called Swinub. <laughs> yeah, I I was commenting today that a lot of these new ones just look like a face. Like I got a Natu, which just looks like a like a parrot's face. There's another swine hub sitting right outside my apartment. I got a chick chick Tora, the chick chikorita. Did you call me? 
I got a ladybug. You're a. It's like a ladybug thing. Oh, but they. I got a snoobble. It's a ladybug thing called a ladybug. Yeah. You just took the G off? Sort of. There's a Y in there. It's L-E-B-Y-B-A. Or L-E-D-Y-B-A. A snubble. Snub, snubble. A snubble? Yeah, it's like a... Kind of looks like a pink bulldog kind of a thing. Snubble. You can't hear it. I'm shaking my head. I caught a sunkern. Yeah, I got one of those once at the beach. I got several whopper. Sorry, what? It's like W O O P E R whopper. You mean like this? The worst hamburger in fast food history? No, it's like a blue salamander-looking thing. It's not even right. It's, I'm turning this off. I'm closing. I'm double-clicking to actually close the app. I got a Yanma. That's a Dragon Ball. Oh no, that ran That's away. A... That ran away. I missed that one. It was a runaway. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of weird garbage new Pokemon. Yeah, I, I commented to my girlfriend that um, it's exciting right now because it's all this new stuff we haven't seen before. But these are all the future garbage Pokemon that we're annoyed by, and one day in the future we'll be like, "Remember Ratatas? Yeah, remember when? Remember <laughs> man? Remember Pidgey Pidgeys? Remember Pidgeys? Those were so nice. They were they were so cheap. You could just evolve like ten of them at once." 120 Pidgeys just ready to be crushed into candy. Uh, remember, remember when we talked about Toy Fair? It was good. So you didn't want to off-topic Toy Fair at all? I mean, uh, is there anything that, that's really jumping to mind? I, I just haven't looked at much of it yet. The the things that I saw that I'm most excited about are the um the next wave of Guardians of the Galaxy movie figures. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was so happy that there even are going to be more Guardians of the Galaxy movie figures. Yeah, when I saw them saying we're doing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 Wave 2, I was like, whoa, precedent broken and in the best yeah. way. Like, because that, that was our thing we were talking about, right? Like, that the movie yeah. lines are like always one wave and you're done. Yeah, and it's not even a whole wave. Yeah. Like, in the case of Doctor Strange, it was effectively two and a half figures. And then I was worried that all that we were getting were three figures not counting the Toys R Us exclusive Groot, I was worried we were only going to get these three figures. Two of them are just new sculpts of existing figures. But uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot more. And I guess Mantis is the Build-A-Figure. I thought it was going to be Death's Head 2. Yeah, Death's Head 2 is just a standalone release, which is yeah. great for me. Yeah, with how big he is, I assumed that he was going to be the, the Build-A-Figure. But I guess it's Mantis. I guess that makes sense, because I guess... Maybe they were worried about having too many female figures because you're already gonna have Gamora and and Nova in there. It's a, not uh, Nova, um, Nebula. It's it sounds like maybe that's that's also just like what happened with uh, that weird X Men wave where Jubilee was the build a figure. Yeah, like maybe maybe Mantis is undersized and like they're and gonna give her accessories or something. Like the least exciting, yeah, <laughs> of them. Um, so that's fine. I'm just really glad that there's gonna be all these more movie figures than the uh they'd shown them before a month or two ago at some other convention but the uh they showed again the uh marvel netflix figures that had me excited too yeah because i'm disappointed that there's not a luke cage 
Um, maybe it'll be a two pack at some point with Luke Cage and Iron Fist. I was kind of hoping um, it would be a full wave with like a, a Kingpin build a figure or something. That would be cool too. That would be really cool. Yeah. Like right now with the Marvel figures, I'm way more interested in the movie stuff than comic book accurate stuff. I want movie and TV show accurate stuff more than I than I want comic book. Yeah, it's like it's versions. like I want I want movie TV figures, and then I want one or two comic figures, but of the characters you guys never make. So like yeah. you know like a Dark Hawk, which I'm super jazzed to get in like the next month. Yeah, there's a lot of good uh, looking stuff in the Spider Man. Um, a homecoming wave that looks like it's got some good stuff in it um let's see what else was i hype about oh the um uh mospedia ride armor that was shown in prototype form oh who's, who's doing so that mostly gray. Toynami or i forget now hmm. but it looked like it could be really good um I don't know if how quickly I could find it, but uh, I'm trying to think of what I saw. Um, I, I, there was the confirmation that uh, Bandai Tamashi is doing Pacific Rim Two, which which is like a dream come true for me. Or doing what? Uh, Pacific Rim Two. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I spent the entirety of the the NECA Pacific Rim line going like, yeah, these are okay. I guess I wish Bandai would do them. And then on Twitter there was the the sort of confirmation from NECA them going like, we're not doing Pacific Rim Two and. I was like, hooray! And then uh, I was like, oh, I bet Funko got it. But, yo, no, Bandai Tamashi got it. I kind of was was pleasantly surprised, even though it's so obvious. I scrolled way too far back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in uh, stuff from yesterday. I think of what else I saw. The naked gold man stuff. Yeah, yeah who, <laughs> so that, who is that? I think he's some cosmic character or something. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't know. No, because he's not from my cosmic era. He's just a big naked gold guy with horns. Big horny naked gold guy with like a Sigma logo across his nipples. Okay, let's see. Does or Omega. This... Sorry, not Sigma. Yeah. Does this link work? I'll see if this link there. works. Yeah, that is. Oh, wow. Oh, no, this is Riobot. Oh, dude. Okay, I'm I'm super excited. I didn't know they're doing this. Riobot is uh is one of the Sentinel sublines. I usually really like the Riobot stuff. The only thing yeah. about Riobot is it's also usually very expensive. Yeah, I retweeted. Oh man, this is going to be pricey, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like I would say, just prepare for two hundred bucks at least. Yeah. I... I I don't think I'd be able to do it if it's that much. Yeah, R- Riobot usually, especially if it transforms, like two hundred to th- to three fifty, depending on the size. Like this being one twelve scale, it's not going to be huge, so maybe they'll keep the price down. Yeah, and I mean the transformation is relatively simple. Yeah, because you're not trying to go from a vehicle to a man; you're going from a vehicle to armor. Yeah, like a backpack and boots. It could and 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 a one twelve figure could turn out really well too because Riobot is the line where uh, I think some of their best articulation engineering uh, tends to happen. That reminds me, um, Sentinel's Iron Man line that I really like the chemical attack works on. Uh, they showed the Pat Lee Iron Man from House of M as one of their next figures they're doing. So like a super high end, very well engineered Pat Lee Iron Man. And I was like, good. I remember drawing him. It was a, a good old time. 
I think that was what I was most excited about. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah. The, at just... least that's what I remember. So, like, off the top of my head. So, I just have tidbits. Like, I, I'm really liking the look of the Fig Arts Street Fighter toys. Um, oh, and, yeah. Uh, it's not Rayu. Fortunately, oh, like they're getting into some newer weird characters. Yeah, the first two figures are Chun Li and Ryu, and then the next two are going to be Rashid and Cammy. Yeah, but the fact that they're going beyond, yeah, the ones that they always do, sort of a thing. Oh, Paternia just tweeted they're doing a six-inch uh, Jane Thor, Lady Thor. Ah. Um. So this is, this is the thing about Toy Fair Weekend is you kind of just, especially if you follow the right people, you kind of just check Twitter every now and then. Oh, they, there's a, a shot of Menasaur's in-show model, and he looks a million... T- okay, Seth, I'm going to retweet this right now. All right. You go take a look at it. Twitter. He, he doesn't even have a blue arm in the show. He looks really cool. I'm upset this is not going to get a good toy. Yeah, it's like a black and red arm. Yeah. And he doesn't have, like... he He has that thing where his legs are more uniform. No, oh, I wish that was getting a good toy. But yeah, if you're if you're you know following the right people, Toy Fair weekend is kind of like check Twitter every now and then as more product shots show up and more people take photos from the show floor. Yeah, right now there's like three things in my Twitter feed: Toy Fair, Milo, and PewDiePie. Well, just wait till Monday because then you're also going to get wrestling. Well, if it gets rid of Milo and PewDiePie. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. If there's one constant I've learned about on Twitter, at the start of every week, and in every four Sundays, Twitter is washed clean in a wall of pro wrestling. (laughs) Even if you don't follow it, it'll happen. Well, what's so wrestling happening? I don't know, every Raw is Smackdown, usually. There's like, Twitter will at least for an hour just go, and just like flush. I see very little of it in my main Twitter feed, because... That, well, you're part of that group too, that wrestling group. I am, but still, my main Twitter it, feed. It, like 90% ends up in there. I don't see that much wrestling in my main Twitter feed unless it's Dan Reichert or something. That's the thing. I follow Dan Reichert. All right. Well. Good, like a good American. Uh, so Someone pointed out something to me on Twitter I didn't notice actually. That, that re release of Crosshairs uh, in the movie line, the green guy with the weird like car trench coat. Yeah. In the first movie line, he only came with one of his Tech Nines. It looks like in movie five, the toy is going to come with two Tech Nines. So they're giving him the right guns. That's good. Who does. Who's Figure Complex? Is that a Figma thing? Oh, no. Are these. Uh, oh, no. These are Revel Techs. Yeah. Are you talking about the, the Spider Gwen? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Yamaguchi. Um. Because that Spider-Man is out, that Venom is coming soon, and that Spider-Gwen looks really good, and everyone who's got the Spider-Man says it's really awesome. So I'm, I'm kind of, like, thinking of looking into Yamaguchi again. Hmm. Also because the... I like the Marvel Legends Spider-Gwen, but she has, like, crappy hands. That looks like the only way I'm going to get a Spider-Gwen toy of a design I like with... With enough hands! Permanent Thwip hand is the worst thing. But I've talked about that before. Um, I think that about does it for a Toy Fair talk for now. You know, if, if more stuff pops up, I'll probably yell. 
But uh, Seth, do you want to? Did you get anything this week? Do you want to talk about? On topic, no, because guess what? Yeah. They don't sell. They it, don't sell them. They don't I, sell Transformers in this. No, I even tweeted Hasbro about it. They didn't respond. Well, damn it! <laughs> I sent them a picture of the empty ass Transformer section at Target, where there was just like a couple R.I.D. figures. Um, like that was the one thing that did seem to be getting restocked, and they've given up there too. Uh, and so I just took the picture. I tweeted at Hasbro. I'm like, this is every Target and Toys R Us in my area. So is everyone just okay with not selling product anymore? <laughs> yeah, that's messed up. Because you'd think a, a business like Target that sells stuff would want stuff to sell, you'd think. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. You'd think that a company that makes stuff that stores like Target sell, like Hasbro, would want them to sell things. Soon there's going to be a new movie coming out in the summer. It's going to be some fresh hype. Plenty of toys that have the word Transformers on the package. Yeah, well, in the meantime, there's two (laughs) waves of Transformers that only exist in rumors. (laughs) Hey, listen, if you pay $60 shipping, you can get them from China, like, right now. Great. Don't worry... Don't worry about it. I love China. Don't worry about (laughs) it. Uh, I actually don't really... Oh, I I do have something I can talk about, but it's also off-topic, because... Well, then, just transition it straight into off-topic. Here we go. I couldn't find anything fresh, even though Wave 3 and Black Shadow are apparently out in my area. I still didn't see nothing from nobody about whatever on them. That's a real sentence. Uh, I got uh, the 112 version of uh 1000 toys send toys uh synthetic human so the synthetic human we've talked about it before it's like a a one six scale creepy looking artificial person uh the six inch version finally came out and uh here seth i'll just send you a link to my instagram i got like five pictures of them up there so this is downsized but it's still just as posable and it feels amazing like the joints feel great uh, and it's 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 really well done. And then the things they changed on the figure are uh, instead of having the ability to pull the face off to reveal a skull face, it's just a, a face swap where you either have like the human looking face or the uh, somewhat smaller and thinner skull face and you can swap between the two of them. But the thing that blew my mind is on both faces, they kept the posable eyeball gimmick on like the 112 scale. Huh. And they give you a little tool to help you move the eyeballs around. It's really cool. And I, I was complaining that, like, you know, uh, well, I'm even complaining. I'm like, this is such a well-done piece. The only thing I could think to add would be <clears throat> more faces, like maybe a face where the eyes are sculpted on so you don't have to worry about, like, positioning them in a way that doesn't look stupid. And then what about a face that has no eyeballs so it can look like the skull face is removing it? And then someone told me that they actually were able to pop the eyeballs out of the human-looking face. But the, the Oh, that seems like it would be easy to lose. That was the other part of the tweet was like, but don't do it because they're tiny <laughs> and your life will suck. But uh, it's a it's a gorgeous piece. Uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, the crazy uh, carb version with the big knife hand uh, coming out soon. Like I got the one six version of it, but they're also going to do it in one twelve. And I'm very impressed with this little figure. Uh, aside from the extra face and the tool, it's just like he, he's got open hands uh, it also has fists and it has uh, like general grippy hands that are in just the right shape to hold a gun if you have a gun to give them. Um, it's just a really well done figure. I'm 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 sad that they are doing it kind of in limited runs because I'm like, 
if you could just perpetually produce this, you'd probably sell a gajillion of them. General Grippy Hands, hero of the Battle of Slippery Gulch. That's right. General Grippy Hands don't drop nothing. That's how he won. Uh, so yeah, that's all I got this week, but I'm really, really happy with it. Um, I'm seeing pictures of that Japanese Megatron. Oh, the uh, the masterpiece or the uh, the movie one? Yeah, with the faceplate. Yeah, I'm so I'm convinced that faceplate is just like the mouth part flipped over. Like it, it it looks like that's a gimmick that they would fit in there. It looks pretty cool. I like the darker colors. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got this week. So I think that's a podcast. Oh, I got off topic stuff. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, never mind. That's oh, not a podcast. You're really, you're really rushing through. I was just like, I don't Boy. know what else. I don't know what else to say. I felt like we were we were at the precipice. But Seth, you, you oh, we're at a precipice. All right. All right. Let's let's go into that chasm face first. Star Wars. <laughs> I got a Shimway. Imway. Don't ask me. I got the blind dude. And you got, I got Donnie his, Yen. I got his buddy Baz. Buddy Baz. Mm-hmm. Um, Baz. Let's start with Baz. He's almost fantastic. Um, an issue that I've been seeing on a lot of um, domestic available toys, like Star Wars figures, wrestling figures, other figures any anytime a character has a beard or facial hair let's say facial hair that isn't a full-on beard but is like maybe stubble Mm -hmm. or very thin they can't do that on a toy yeah it ends uh, up being much heavier that shinsuke nakamura figure is is a shame yes yeah shinsuke nakamura has a little (laughs) bit of hair on his chin and upper lip they gave him a homer simpson face on the toy yeah He's got like a full-on Steve Austin goatee on the toy. <laughs> also, the toy tries to represent his mouth guard. Yeah, they shouldn't have. No, <laughs> it just makes it look like he has no teeth on the top of his mouth. Yeah, well, sometimes his mouth guard does that too in real life. But then also his cheeks are like puffing out in a weird way, and like, yeah, I'm really sad about the head sculpt on that figure. Yeah, that's that real thing bad. Awful. Yeah, well, Baz isn't that bad. Okay, but okay. His beard doesn't work right. Just the the face is disappointing. Um, now his body is fine. Like there's tons of all the little details and stuff, all the pouches and bits of armor and all the other crap hanging off of him is great. He's got a big drum backpack with the with the the hose cable that connects to his gun, which is flexible enough to where it, it's not. If you have him holding the gun up in like an action pose, the 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 hose thing is flexible enough to where it's not pulling his arm back in a direction you don't want it to go. Yeah. So that's good. A lot of times those the hoses and belts don't play nice. Uh, the only problem is, and you could get the gun up to a good position to where he would be holding it with both hands. The only problem is his left hand his middle finger and thumb are sculpted super close together. So if you try to wedge that gun in, 
I'm really worried about breaking his thumb off. Uh, it's not it's not like flexible, it's kind of stiff. Well, it's flexible, but it's the thumb is curled in so much. Um I'm worried about how much flexing and bending you have to do to get it out of the way. Yeah. Um I had tweeted a picture this morning. Um if you wanted to try to find it, I don't know. I'll find it. Yeah, just look in my uh media. It shouldn't be that far back because it was like, just this morning. There's Ken, there's fifty yeah. pictures of Drew Scanlon. <laughs> He's <laughs> a meme now. I know. Uh yeah, here we go. Oh god, the beard. Yeah. That's a bummer. Okay. Oh, um, okay, I see what you mean about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. too fat. That's too fat. Yeah. So, like, if his hand was sculpted where his thumb was in a more thumbs up, kind of like, hey, buddy, uh, thumbs up. Then, the, the classic line from the film. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> um, that would also be a more natural hand position for holding, his, or, you know, holding up the that end of his gun. Yeah. So that's a big disappointment because I really hate figures who can't hold their weapons, two-handed weapons, convincingly with two hands. Um, speaking of holding weapons convincingly with two hands, if you scroll down to the next or the previous picture, I see Donnie Yen just like Donnie Yen holds his gun with two hands, like a friggin' champ. He is super good at holding that gun with both hands. Um, yeah, that's great. That made me so happy that he holds his weird, crazy bow thing, bow gun. His face looks, looks really good, too. Yeah, the face sculpt's good because they didn't try to paint a friggin' beard on him. <laughs> like, even even setting that beard aside, the way that, like, his hairline just, like, the way Baz's hairline just starts. Yeah, it uh, just sort of blends into his it, face his, in a way. His eyes also look like, like stickers. They don't look like his actual eyes. <laughs> like, they look like they're in both the wrong place and not part of his body. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, I'm critiquing the eyes on the six-inch mass-produced North American figure, and to a certain point, I would agree with anyone who says I'm going a bit far. <laughs> but also, that's the root of what's making him look weird. He looks like Kevin Smith, almost. <laughs> Something Kevin's, like, stoned Kevin Smith-ish about his face. That's great. Now now I'd need a hockey jersey to put on it. You gotta get a hockey jersey. <laughs> um. Yeah, but... Yeah, so the Chim Way D Eagle Don't pants, ask what Don't ask me. Donnie from the New Kids on the Block. Donnie Yen. Um, yeah, space, Donnie Yen. Space Donnie Yen. This is a a very good Star Wars figure. Mm. Black series figure. Um he's not like ten out of ten across the board amazing. He's very good though. Um the range on his ankle articulation is massive. Oh, you could excellent. twist his feet around in horrific looking angles, <laughs> <laughs> but they just go like all the way. Like you could almost turn his foot all the way around on the ankle. It's crazy. Um, he has soft goods, like the lower part of his, his roby things. Those look are, like uh, good soft goods. Yeah. They're, they're very good. They hang naturally. They're not too long. Um, they're just right. 
Uh, then he has a like a vinyl plastic piece of robe down his back, which has just enough of a gap. I don't even know if you're supposed to do this, but you could jam his staff back there when he's holding his crazy bow gun thing. Um, or you could jam his crazy bow gun thing in the little gap and have it on his back. Now it sticks off kind of weird. It doesn't hang well, but mm. it's a way to have it attached to him if you want him holding his staff instead. Um, but yeah, it's good. It, it's a good, good upper tier, like not top top tier the best black star wars figure of all time in my opinion but he's up there he's he's near the top he's one of the he's like eight out of ten i'm actually tempted like i didn't think he's gonna turn out that well because they got the face like i thought his face would end up looking like his buddy's face buddy baz yeah big buddy baz big buddy baz big big buddy bear baz yeah, and that's another thing that bums me out with Baz is because Donnie is so good. Yeah. Um, that's why I don't know if I'm going to get Donnie, because like if I get Donnie Yen, I'm going to feel like I have to get Baz. And he does, yeah, he doesn't look like a, he's on par. Well, you don't have to do anything. You I mean, can do what you want. But if, what if the Star Wars fans find out? They're going to send me letters. Yeah, don't worry about them. Don't worry about them. They have their own Wikipedia. If they come at you, you go, look, it's George Lucas. And when they turn to direct their anger that way, you skedaddle. Mm. You just skedaddle. I'll be like, check it out. It's Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Or I'll just throw it down. I'll be like, hey, guys, sand gets everywhere. And then they'll have a moment just being overcome with like frothing rage and they won't see me escape. Yeah. I'll fill their eyes with red mist. Red mist. Okay, another off-topic thing I got. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of this toy line or not. It's pretty obscure. And not many people talk about it these days. But there's this toy line called Mythic Legends from a from a relatively unknown company called the Four Horsemans. Wait, why are there four? Because uh, there weren't five. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I got some of these figures. Um, last what? time we last time we spoke, I was eagerly anticipating a delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that delivery arrived. Ah. So um, I have a really hard time remembering the names of all the Mythic Legion figures. So I just started making up a lot of my own names. Um, now, Crypt Breaker is one that I don't remember what his first name is. I just remember his title of Crypt Breaker. Okay, but so, that's one uh, that I got. So here's the thing. I, I, I don't even own any of them Spatula yet. Spatula the Crypt Breaker. Scapular is his name. Seth, I know all their names and I don't even own any of them. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't want to know all their names, but I do. <laughs> so anyway, I got Scapula the... The, the Crypt Breaker. The Bitch Snaker. <laughs> Well, that's that's not his name. I can also tell you tell you that the, for sure. <laughs> the the limp limp node lymph node the lymph node. Yeah, scapular the lymph node. He's a skeleton, which is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> so he's an armored warrior 
guy that died and then became bones mm-hmm. um he comes with a spear and a shield uh he, he's very cool I, I like him um i like the design on a shield he's uh he's the leader of the sons of the red star which is a mercenary faction of hired killers Okay, you say I don't even know all the backstories and stuff on these guys. The other two members of the faction are Pixis and Slytha the Slitherer or whatever. True, true, this is in my brain now. (laughs) So Slither is the dude with the the helmet that looks like the top of a Muslim spire thing. Yeah, he's he's the weird looking like Dark Souls-y character. So he hangs out with a couple skeletons? Yeah. This is the the Roman skeleton and 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 the weird lizard guy are like employees of Scapular the Crypt Breaker. That's weird. Wait, who's a lizard? The the, the slight slitherer guy is apparently hinted to be a lizard or something. Oh, I thought he was just a guy with a might be a hat, hat. I mean, it'd be weird if he was called the slitherer and he wasn't a lizard. It's like, why are you called that? He's like, I'm sticky. <laughs> Uh, another figure I got mm-hmm. from Mythic Legions is Lyman Sheets, the skeleton. Um, he's a green skeleton. Oh, you mean Scaphoid? No, it's Lyman. <laughs> Listen, Seth, I didn't want to learn these names, but God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the deal. I have the toys, you know the names. Yep, that's our... That's Together, our... we're one collector. <laughs> Together, we are the best collector. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I named him after the pinball designer, Lyman Sheets. Mm-hmm. If you watch the movie, special one lit, you'll see Lyman at work. Mm-hmm. Um, or or you could just type Lyman Sheets into YouTube and watch him on... a. On Good Morning America from the early '90s, as Brian Gumble is kind of douchey toward him, and <laughs> is kind of a little bit nasty to old Lyman. Wow. Um. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so early on in this interview is fantastic. I watched it the other day because I I wanted to make sure I spelled Lyman right. Um. When I was tweeting with somebody about the figure, um. So I end up finding this video and. And they have a bunch of pinball machines there. They have the the next generation and the the Tommy, who presents Tommy, and and uh, Brian Gumble's like, now this isn't considered a sport, is it? And Lime was like, well, sort of. I mean, there's competitions. It gets very competitive, so it's kind of like a sport. Brian Gumble's like, whatever, <laughs> dork. Let's fast forward him to the to esports world. Yeah. Watch his head explode. Oh, that actually happens to people, doesn't it? People whose heads explode. Yeah. When that do. stuff gets on Sportsnet. Yeah. Blowed up heads. Pop. Right. So Lyman here is awesome. Like, I really like the the greens and the, the kind of yellows that make up his, his paint um, on the skull. Like, I imagine he's extremely poisonous. Um, there's even like some green on his, he comes with a mace. His weapon mm-hmm. is, is a big gnarly mace and there's like green on it. Like, I don't, again, like I just know the figures. I don't know their names or their little bios or anything, but I imagine <laughs> he's dripping with poison. Well, Seth, 
Uh, Scaphoid is, is is a type of skeleton when a when a magic user dies and is brought back as a skeleton. Their skeleton, their bones are full of magic, and usually they explode. But Scaphoid is one of the rare ones who's able to control his explosive powers, so he only mildly detonates. I think that's why they gave him both skulls. <coughs> what? He's, he's, why he, would he need both skulls then? Because the one with the articulated jaw is more cracked. So I figure, like, the cleaner skull is before he gets all detonated, and then after he blows up a bit, he's got, like, the cracked skull, and he's all laughing and stuff. Oh. So is he more like magic radiation than poison? Yeah, he's basically like a, a, a living bomb. Well, he's, able he's to... in my fanfic. Yeah. Well, oh, Lyman here. Yeah, Scaphoid is a living <laughs> he's bomb. poisonous to the touch. Lyman is a different character. Yeah. This happens to look like character. So I have four skeletons now. Then the third figure I got in that group was the Barbarian Builder. Mm -hmm. Which doesn't have some fancy name that you could try to shame me with. Like, no, his name (laughs) is Bartoth. And he's... No. Number one. Bartos is a great name for a barbarian. Yeah, I'm not going to have you making fun of a name like Bartos. There was a number two, but I can't remember it right now. I think I just wanted to say number one. <laughs> so if you scroll down a little bit more, you see like the current configuration I have them in. I'm not sure if that's how I'm going to keep them or not. It's the way I'm going. Um, from that Kickstarter coming up, there's like an, an evil weapons pack that has weapons that like way more look like what I want this dude to be holding. Mm-hmm. So eventually I'm going to replace like the generic um, Mythic Legion's axe with with a an axe with a skull on it. Yeah. Um, like I want like my inspiration for this guy is like Frank Frasetta art. I was I saw the conversation you were having. Yeah. And I, and I was looking at that because I didn't recognize parts of that figure, and I was actually going like, "Wait, how do I get the Death Dealer? Why does Seth have a Death Dealer, and I can't find him?" I didn't realize that he was made out of uh, the barbarian builder. Yeah. So like, well, that helmet specifically, um, has some death dealer ish shape to it. But like when you look up death dealer paintings, it, it, it is very different. Yeah. And I'm not trying to make a death dealer. I saw a, a, a while back, I saw some pictures of someone that customized a mythic legions figure and got it very close to the death dealer and i was like wow that's actually really awesome i don't want to do that i want to make something original but inspired by um so like i'm even thinking about maybe like trying to freehand paint like crazy like evil ruins on him like he's got like crazy evil tattoos like maybe maybe just like on one arm sort of a thing um then uh like, and then keeping it like the asymmetrical thing, Lawyer. I only have one of the big shoulder pauldrony deals, and then I use that belt diagonal across his chest. So there's some sort of hint of what's keeping that on his otherwise naked chest. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's not wearing anything for that to attach to. So this one strap kind of makes sense. Seth, all your Twitter pictures, you, you're putting the correct names on these guys too. In your in your Did tweets, I? yeah, you you said scapular the Crypto. You said scaphoid. Oh well, I copy and pasted them from somewhere else. You said scaphoid. I just imagine this guy is using with poison. Yeah. Well, that was before I forgot. 
That was that was days ago. That was yeah. February 11th. Who remembers? That that was literally a week ago. Yeah. It's, I can't, holy can't crap. remember this stuff. So, yeah, I got all them. And then I got the uh, Big Bad. Um, the um, uh, Templar Legion Builder. Oh, going back to uh, to the Barbarian Builder. I need to get floor polish finally or something. Because mm-hmm. his hip joint is super loose. I heard that was a recurring problem on a lot of the recent Mythic Legions. Yeah, and the first time I moved that joint, like little plastic shavings fell out. Mm-hmm. And then I even have a picture looking up at his uh, at his taint there, and you can see there's more pieces waiting to be broken off. Yeah, I, um, I read up, apparently the Barbarian Builder is the easiest example, but something changed between the first release and the re-release in a number of ways, like the legs feel a bit looser, and then like they changed the way they did the paint on his armor. Oh. Um, and also, uh, they changed something where on the first release, the paint went all the way into the socket of the ball joint, and on the new one, they got rid of that, apparently, because that was causing breakage from, like, paint stick. But mm. in changing that, they also, like, changed the finish of the paint, and at first I thought it was going to be something obvious where it'd be like, oh, it's a shame they downgraded everything. But the more I read the threads, the more I was like, without seeing two of these side by side, I am starting to lose track of what anyone's talking about. Yeah. But yeah, there's apparently something that's just like off with some of those. Like, I think it's like the all-star set and the, the covenant of shadow guys. Um, some of them have very loose hips. Hmm. Yeah. So this, this one side is very loose. The other side's fine. But then the ankle on that leg is also kind of loose. Hmm. So if I stand him up within two minutes, he's about to fall over. Because his foot just starts sliding out. Yeah. So he's like, like not even slowly, like relatively quickly doing the splits. And uh, I think that that'll be easy to fix because these are modular figures, right? Like you can technically yeah. unpeg everything. Yeah. So yeah, you can isolate a joint, and if it's if it's the peg that needs to be thickened, that's super easy. If it's like the the disc hinge, yeah, that's that part. That's not as easy, but it's still pretty easy. Um, you just have to get the floor polish into the into the the crevices, mm-hmm. and then you know be patient, wait a bit. You might need to do it a couple times, but yeah, it's it's not hard at all. Yeah, so I have that to do. Okay, then through. Big bad. I got that. Um, Legion builder. Templar. Oh, yeah, the Templar guy. Yeah. So he comes with a bunch of stuff. So, like, if you, you were to get multiples, you could switch up the configuration a little bit and have some variety. So he has this big, like, armor collar. Um, he comes with a an, op, a an optional armor collar that you could swap out that's a little narrower doesn't stick up quite as much Mm. uh he comes with a banner that is kind of terrible it's extremely heavy at the top and gets very thin at the bottom (laughs) and so it gets thicker as it goes up to the point where it's so thick i don't want to put his hand up that high because you also have to get you would also have to get it over the super thick part where the two pieces plug into each other. 
and I don't want to stretch his fingers out that much. So when you have him holding it below the attachment midway point, then he's not holding it high enough up to where the bottom of it touches the floor without spreading his legs into a super wide stance. <laughs> so that's a real bummer. And it's so heavy at the top, it's kind of pushing him down. And it his hips aren't that loose, but they're not super tight either. So the weight of the banner is is working against his legs and so that's disappointing um i had somebody ask if the banner was better than the banner that came with uh uh evil baron guy no the vampire the firstborn true vampire yeah and the way they described the trouble they were having i i said no it's it sounds like the same problem so that's a bummer um he also comes with a shield and a sword and he comes with like a hell hellbred, like a poleaxe kind of weapon. Halberd. Um, so I mean, you could easily get three of these guys holding different things, and and then you don't even have to have that armored collar. So you could get three of these guys, one without the collar, one with the big collar, one with the thin collar. And then the three different things for them to be holding, and you could easily stretch out your your little Templar army if you wanted to. Um, if I could have gotten these cheaper, that would have been great. But going back, like even on Big Bad, where it's not that much more, it's like maybe five or ten dollars more. Um, I'm not going to buy multiples. I'm just going to get whatever new Templars they do. That's actually what what turned me away from that Templar Knight on Big Bad is the markup on the $50 figures is the lowest markup. Mm -hmm. The markup on the Templar Knight is actually monetarily, if, if I remember my math right, I maybe got it wrong, but I did the math and I was like, they're actually marking up the Legion Builder more, even though it's it's cheaper than the other ones, mm -hmm. because it's so inexpensive when it went up for pre-order. Uh, which which made me immediately have regrets because I was like that Templar Knight looks really cool. If I could have got him when he was like twenty bucks, I would have gotten a whole bunch of them. Well, was that was the Templar Legion Builder that cheap? Because I think he was twenty two. Okay, because like the in the Kickstarter the the eighteen dollar Legion Builders, and that's you know that's a different price because of how the Kickstarter set up. Um, those don't come with as much stuff as this guy comes with. And a lot of those have like no sort of paint whatsoever on the armor. And this guy has the big red cross on his tunic. It seems like a much more elaborate figure than, that, yeah, that guy than a lot of these other Legion builders. So I, it doesn't surprise or it would surprise me if it wasn't as much as like the base kind of figure. Yeah. He was $22. And then, like the other ones, like the like the Baron were thirty five each. So yeah, yeah, that that that's what was making me really kick myself when I realized that that Templar Knight was also twenty two bucks when everyone else was thirty five. Yeah, and I'm like, holy crap, that's a really good deal. Yeah, I think I probably had the chance to get it then, but at the time I was thinking I don't want any humans and it's a human mm -hmm. and blah. But then I kind of came back round 
I'm going through that and, that same thing. Yeah, right now the Templars are the only human characters that I'm after. Yeah. And then it's like all evil and monster characters. <laughs> well, the Templars are if I had if if I had the chance, I probably would have had a squad of Templars because uh -huh. I also I don't want all of them, but like some of those uh Ethereon folks with the super fancy gold and pearlescent armor are kind of doing it for me as like good guys. Hmm. And like them and a squad of Templars, I'm like, no, that would that would actually be super cool to fight all the vampires I want to get. Uh yeah. <laughs> I am really kicking myself that that was like original the original Kickstarter of that. I was going I was considering it. And the reason I sat out on Mythic Legions 1 is because I was underwhelmed by the birds. I was like, the birds are fine, but I only really like the the three that I have, and even then, like, there's stuff about them I'm not really sure about. Then I saw the Mythic Legion stuff, and I was like, well, if they're still as kind of janky in some of the joints as the birds, I don't know, maybe I'll set this one out. And then it turns out Mythic Legions is where, like, they had a huge step up in, like, everything. Yeah. Well, I was... My girlfriend and I were talking about um, a bunch of this stuff the other night, and I was saying, I think the mistake they made with the birds is they did so many of them and from the neck down they're exactly the same yeah with just different colors like there's no variation in the armor whatsoever and then that's kind of a kind of doesn't work with some of the bird heads like the i think the owls are silly looking they have these little round heads and these long thin bodies like even if they had two bodies like a, a little more of a squat body mm. that was a little wider a little burlier like i think the owl heads would have fit better with that and then you would have had a little bit of variety yeah but also just the general build quality of, of Mythic Legion sounds like it's way better than the birds and, yeah. by extension, way better than Scarabus. And I was coming off of, like, I have Scarabus, I have some of the birds, and they're okay, but, like, the idea of that quality on just knights, I was like, I don't know. And it turns out I was super wrong! Yeah. Well, it seems like they're getting better as they go. Like, I was looking yeah. at some pictures of uh, some of the Seventh Kingdom stuff. And some of them look like they would probably still hold up. Like the elephants, I think, still look good. But some of the other figures look, you could tell, like, oh, they're doing much better work now. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, I don't need a whole Templar army. Just the one of this Legion builder is going to be fine. Then I have that one named one. And, uh,. And there's another one coming with the current Kickstarter, like a lady one. Get her. And then I don't know about the the angelly winged kind of figure from the Kickstarter. So because she has the same faction emblem, and mm. I was hoping they would post a bio because if she's affiliated with the Templars, then I'm gonna definitely want her. I'm if hoping, she's not, I'm just on the fence about it because I think she looks really cool. I'm hoping they get all the like a good number of those bios up before the end of that campaign because that's yeah. going to dictate a lot of stuff. Oh, there's only about a week left on that campaign. Yeah. 
Well, and I think they've only done a couple bios so far. Yeah, like four or five tops. Yeah, well, they, they did that. Lucitra or whatever her name oh, is. Oh, Lucretia. Yeah, Lucretia. That's the most recent one. Yeah, and they did you know Gideon's sister. So that because that was fun because I saw a Facebook post. I joined Facebook groups about Mythic Legions, and I saw a, a, a post going like, "So are they married or something?" Or are they brother and sister? <laughs> and so I was like, I wonder if the bio for them went up early to answer that question. Um, but yeah, I'm looking to I'm looking to to get in on some of this. It's dangerous. I looked at eBay. Yeah, and they're I, way too overpriced on eBay. Some of them started to come down. They were still overpriced, but some of them were at a certain point where I even had a moment. I was like, I'm starting to look at this one. I'm starting to wonder if I should just do it, and I didn't. I stopped everything. It's like, no! Yeah, so that that Templar Builder is $40 at Big Bad. Um, the last time I looked on eBay, people were trying to sell it for over 100 That's why I'm getting tempted to just pick up all the ones on Big Bad. And then get $100 for them. I don't know, I'm just, I'm just like, like, what if down like this is what happened to me with like Gorgo and the other ones I wanted from Wave One, where it's like, what if I wait too long, disappear off Big Bad, and then I'm left with the eBay after? Like I know they're gonna do that that a second run of everyone that gets enough orders later this year, mm-hmm. but like I'm just sitting there going like, you know, I kind of think the Templar Knight looks cool. I think the Silverhorn Sentry kind of looks cool, and the Knight Builder kind of looks cool. I I haven't got any of them, but I'm like, should I just, like, looking at eBay, I'm like, should I just get one now, and then if I don't like it, get rid of it? Like, Now, what was that you tweeted the other day that you were thinking about getting Sir Ignatz and two Hooved Knights? Did you say Hooved Knights? Yeah, those are the Silverhorn Sentries. Silverhorn. Are they on Big Bad? Because I wasn't sure what you meant. They're the big forest knights with the dwarf helmets and the antlers. Oh, so, okay, I see them. I see them now. Basically, they come with two helmets, so it's like you can have uh, one with a dwarf helmet, one with like a uh, you know bad guy helmet, make them look like like two centuries. That's the helmet I have on my barbarian builder. It yeah. just looks really different with the paint. I backed out on them for now, but if they're still there next month, I might go back. I don't know. Ah, uh, anyway. I'll get Sir Ignatz, and that'll be a start. I I'm probably gonna get him and Scapular and Scaphoid and 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 Baron Voligar. You should stop being a baby about it. I mean, they're they're already <laughs> jump in a, on the bus. They're already in a pile of loot. I have two weeks to change my mind. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Seth, oh is there anything god. else? Just click ship already. I, I anything else on your end? <laughs> ship it. Any other off-topic Stop stuff? Being a baby. Is uh, if not, no. no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> okay, done, baby. Well, thanks to everyone for listening. Um, Pooper, stay get tuned. Off the pot. Stay tuned. I'm I'm gonna sit here for another couple days and continue pooping until I record with uh, with Aaron and TJ, where we're gonna go over Toy Fair again. But by then, there will probably be more photos, a bit more information, and. Uh, etc etc basically get ready for for some more toy fair talk after this podcast of toy fair talk if you really want to hear in-depth and thoughtful commentary on the rid stuff 
right there. They're your, they're your boys. Unfortunately, there's not much to talk about because they only showed two toys. Them's your boys. Sadness. Yeah, but they'll actually, you know, talk about it with like care in their voice. Where I'm like, I don't know, I guess it's fine. Look at that color. Thermidor's from the Lego Batman movie. It's a meme. You're a meme. No, Drew Scanlon's a meme. You're a dank meme. I'm just dank. <laughs> I don't get to be a meme. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for joining me, Seth. And uh, thank you all for listening. We will talk to you later. Bye-bye. It means, but you got some badass perpetrators now here to stay.